give I'm gonna give Ian a hurricane shot. That's what I'm gonna do for. Oh, I'll show you the videos after. Yeah, not pretty. I just I fail to see the purpose, but Alan thinks it's delightful, and that's what's important. It's it's when you take a shot of tequila and you splash water in their face and smack them across the face as hard as you can, like the hurricane. You just get hit by yeah. a hurricane. It's all. <laughs> Take him to Newfoundland and get him to kiss the cat. Yeah, I think uh, I think Alan would definitely kiss the cod if he hasn't already. Oh, we've oh, kissed yeah. a lot of fish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but we have both seen each other kiss a lot of fish. Oh, fish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I admitted that out loud. Again, Are we, we recording? Oh, no. Yes, it's recorded. <laughs> Going down in the annals of the internet. Mm, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Grendel now has her opening sequence that she'll throw to the. Alan's birthday, I guess, because last year Ian caught a possum in the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> a baby possum. A little baby possum. Barehanded caught a possum. That I may or may not have let in. And then, it, and, it, and then it pooped on my dress. Well, not my dress. It was somebody else's dress. I was trees, borrowing. Tree's dress. It was tree's dress. Yeah. 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 So I guess Jordan Con for the big 4-0 is going to have like bat. Do we do the badger? Is that what? Might as well. Might as well. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> the badger. When it when in Atlanta. <laughs> Drink Coca-Cola. No, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And do cocaine and let badgers out on the green, I think is the saying. It's true. And yeah, in honor of Coca-Cola, maybe just a little polar bear, just a small one. Yeah. A baby, right. baby, polar bear. baby, baby polar bear. Bring it down from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Smuggle it in. <laughs> the blight bus. Yeah. Pretty sure we would all go to jail for that. <laughs> yeah, it's an endangered species now. That would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I've, I, you know, back in my day, smuggled in some uh, Cuban cigars from Canada. Oh, yeah. Good old Toronto. I used to, in my sales days, I would always have to bring down a box of Cubans to my uh, U.S. colleagues. So, yeah. So he just made the trip almost. They call so. the smuggler. <laughs> we got, <laughs> uh, we got quarantined in Australia for an entire week because uh, they found an invasive species of ant on our boat. And they take that very serious in Australia. They do. So uh, they had a they bomb. Sent out an ex- they sent an exterminator? They put traps, like the little like, uh, ant traps or whatever, and they had to come back out like and, spe- and yeah, inspect the boat to make sure they didn't see any more ants before you can come ashore. I was like, Wait, okay. so there's someone whose job it is to board even the small vessels like yours and look around for, for any bugs. little thing. For bugs. Wow. I mm-hmm. guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I, I know a lot of places are really uppity about plants. And they like, also, also confiscated one of the crew members, uh, a little toy bow and arrow with a suction cup on it because you're not allowed to bring any weapons into Australia. And <laughs> it's like literally like a little tiny bow with a suction cup. You don't know like, what that person like, could do. Like, that's, that's a weapon. And I was like, it's a toy. They're like, we got to confiscate it. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Alan, when I when I landed in Zambia, there was somebody coming off the plane with me that got arrested, like aggressively arrested for bringing Benadryl. Apparently, that's a controlled substance there. Like, I'm, I mean, they treated it like he brought cocaine into the country. So, so in the rest of the world, um, outside of North America, apples aren't really that big. They're like small, like, like crab apples. No, like regular apples that you eat are not big red delicious apples that's an american yeah. like genetically enhanced apple 
the rest of the world, you can't find apples like that. And Matt Weber, one of my crew members, he flew into Singapore and he smuggled apples in. And he's walking down the street with this giant red delicious. I mean, like half the size of his head, like eating this apple. And someone on the street just looks at him and goes, Where'd you get that apple? And he turns around and goes, America. Texas. <laughs> 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 Everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Chris, are the cats contained? They're here in the room. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Pussy's in their place. We love it. We love to see yes, it. We do. Get them boxed up. Yeah. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I'm gonna be the gentleman that Delusion's dad thinks I am. Yeah. Did you? Did you? Did you? I'm five minutes in. I'm so Yeah. Did you warn him, Delusions, or is this? He seems uh, like a cool cat. Kind of, but not really. Okay. All right. And I'm not allowed to watch you guys because I, I have to be the never watcher, never reader. Oh. Okay. So uh, I'm not allowed well, to explore the universe. Your first season, which is Eye of the World. Oh, okay. I have read Eye of the World and then Learn about okay. Tam, told me to stop. Tam, all the things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just so you guys know, spoilers for this podcast, we're keeping it to we can talk about comparisons between Eye of the World and the show just because it's been a year and it's a mm-hmm. rewatch, but try not to go beyond that. Um, okay. If we do, that's what editing is for. It's mm. fun. Sure. Um should I have be able to, to cut do that. myself off from the last episode. Mm-hmm. But here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Feather and Mountain Podcast, Season 2, Episode 15. I am your host, Delusions of Grendel. With me, as always, is my co-host, Graham Confusion. Graham, how you doing? Another night, another podcast, having a great time, learning so much more. Uh, I... I, I, as a forewarning on this one, I've only watched episode seven once. Uh, grandfatherly duties and other requirements today did not get, let me Stupid watch it more baby. of it. But uh, I, I got to say, I enjoyed the show much better than I remembered it. So it was a better a better thing that I than I uh, my memory gave it credit for. But uh, we'll get into that pretty soon. Who are these dudes with us today? These these cool dudes, cool dudes. these righteous dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> Don't you know? We have the absolute pleasure of welcoming <laughs> the Wheel Reads boys onto this blight podcast. Hey. With us are Alan, <laughs> Ian, and Chris. Newlywed, don't you know? Oh, oh. Didn't know that part. <laughs> Gentle folk, how are you doing? What the fuck is up? We're Hello, doing Christmas. We're, we're doing. Do you want me to talk about what our uh, our podcast is about? Uh, if okay, you could talk about what it's a boot and what's coming next down the pipeline there, bud, that would be a treat. If you have any right, projects that are coming up, that would be really good. And then we'll, uh, you know, we'll talk about it. We'll go up on the roof and, and see where things are. But yeah. the roof. Oh. Well, we are a first time reader podcast. Um, I have read the books apparently before, uh, although Ian and Chris are now convinced I've never read them. Yeah. Uh, He's making it up as he goes. Can't, I can't remember anything. Like, what happens next? I like, honestly don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so maybe much, there wouldn't be too much. But we're currently on book seven, um, uh, working our way through. Um, uh, but will the time vary? Right? No, uh, seven is a little bit. Oh, it's one where they, and, uh, where they bring in a lot of Super fun. Back, back in phone uh, stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, eight's yeah. Books. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. eight's the good book. Uh, 
Chris, they're messing with us. Come on. It's all due to be anyways. Seven, Crown of Swords, uh, right here. Yep, that one. Um, that's we, what you're literally what, halfway through in this what three year project almost. Yeah. Yeah, uh, three, uh, well, three it's years. a six-year project. We're in in, in year three. We're in year Alan three, has so. the spreadsheets. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. And on a different computer, not on this one, so I can't check it right now. But yeah, so <laughs> that's what we do. Uh, we also do a couple of the YouTube things. Um, also, we're working through Cosmere stuff with Chris. We're trying to get Ian caught up on Cosmere and Brand- Brando Sando stuff. Yeah, so yeah that's been enjoyable. Co- Cosmere content with all three of us. Um, uh, I think we're going to do a Stormlight uh, read-through. A lot faster pace. Um, maybe. Um, we'll see. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, but there's so much to talk about there. Yeah. How can we go fast? Uh, we're just going to have very long episodes. Or very long just talks. to be fair, though, Sanderson is a, a much smoother read. It's like drinking. Um, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> well, he goes deep, I mean, but not too deep. He goes yeah, exactly. as deep as you need to keep it going, but the it keeps going. That you will need to wear are minimal because right. your toes will be touching the bottom. Yeah, they don't need to be Coast Guard yeah. certified. Just you know, a little a little bit of air, you're good to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can honestly wear like a wine bra in the water, and I think you'd be fine with Sanderson. Yeah, yeah. Or like, like drinking one fifty one, just bob a little versus bit versus like Maker's forty six. Like one fifty one hits you hard, and you really start thinking about your life choices. Am I really, <laughs> am I really have done this? <laughs> and you get that forty six, and it's like this is not so bad. Like I could, I could keep this up. I could keep going. Now that's the issue. You keep going and going and going because Brandon Sanderson's written fucking crap ton of books and mm-hmm. you just keep getting sucked back in because the minute you think okay i'm good i've read enough you get an itch yeah and another one he has, he has four new books coming out next year so it's uh and another one this is this is gonna be their yeah. retirement plan i think yeah, we yeah can something like comfortably that comfortably take it away from there <laughs> the only <laughs> reason that. we've committed to this is because chris and i are really bad at math so mm-hmm. we're just doing this for a little while. No, 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 no. I, I played the exact it the wrong way. Everybody that's <laughs> listening to the podcast knows I told Alan, if you can find somebody else to do this, sure, I'll do it. He's like, good, because you're somebody else. <laughs> yeah, he, he had already suckered me into it. <laughs> I was like, who's a bigger sucker than me? <laughs> that <Yeah>. I met Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Ian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah been fun but we're not here to talk about the fucking wheel reads tonight no we're, we're not. not doing it we're, it. Talking, we're, we're talking about the wheel of time on amazon prime specifically what? episode seven the dark along the ways <laughs> it's also uh, known as the best episode of season one yeah this i want to tell you thank this you is <gasps> anybody else am i the only one <laughs> no is it just like, me Thank you for inviting us on because I haven't rewatched yet mm-hmm. at all. I didn't rewatch to watch. Well, I mean, I watched seven today and I'm like, I, I want to rewatch again. Like, yeah. I am excited. But at the yes. same time, I'm like, nah, I'm going to wait until they give me a release date for season two. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. into it. <laughs> really yeah. stick it to the man. I will say, yeah. no, no, I'm not, not going to do it till I get a release date. The rewatch has been good. The shows are much better than first pass. Let me think. Just, I think I, when I was watching it the first time, I was thinking too much about how compared to the 
the one and only book that I read. And of course, they made a whole yeah. bunch of changes, as I understand from Grendel, mostly for good reasons, because Jordan changed his plan as he yeah. wrote some of the books, right? Sure. That's fine. I get it. Uh, and so they kind of backward put some of the stories in and, yeah. uh, and stuff. So uh, this time I'm not watching it like a gobsmack individual. Going, Why did you do that? Where did that? And then the sidebar of Matt um, with the yeah. actor leaving after episode yeah. six and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, I yeah. get it. And but despite that, just watching it as a show, just on its own, because I've now forgotten the book, uh, it's it's been a much better read, uh, yeah. much yeah. better watch. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, I wonder for seasons coming up. I mean, not not there's not spoiling season coming up, but I wonder if it's going to be affected in timeline of getting release dates based on the fact that Rafe just got announced the second green lit project. Okay, so we've all like I saw that he's going to be one of three showrunners right. on God of War. One of three. One of three. And <laughs> let lest I remind everyone, Shonda fucking rhymes, who Ooh. show ran like four shows at the same time. God so, of yeah, War. Uh, yeah, if, if if God of War was coming out of the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just got greenlit today. Just today. Well, like we, they announced the showrunners in the article. So, yeah, so, I'm not worried at all because now with show release dates being 18 yeah. months, like every 18 months in between seasons, mm-hmm. it's going to be super manageable. Yeah, to put it, two it is. Seasons on that well, they're going to do that with Rings of Power. Will be 18 months so, for sure. But I'm, I'm more excited about the. I'm more excited about the writers for it than. Than that. Uh, so the two writers that wrote the Expanse uh, TV show yes. are writing God of War, and they're show running. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're well. part of the mm-hmm. show. It's awesome yeah. because they really. Well, I'm gonna say my my uh, better half was the one that really dove into the Expanse, but I watched a good chunk of it with there, and that was really that was a great so show. Good. Very good. Good show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Why is the Expanse important again? Who wrote it's that? a good show. Oh. It's just good. It's, just, it's, it's a really good show. show. Don't worry, Chris. You don't have to put it on your homework list. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say because y'all know I'm horrible about doing homework. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great, it's a great show. That's that's what this comes on to. <laughs> but but you did watch episode seven today, right? I did yeah. Yes. You yes. did your homework. My 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 ambition when when we started this two years ago, I was literally like working two jobs. I was getting a master's degree i was finishing a certification it I was, was hilarious listening to like chris's weekly update on the podcast because he would accomplish more in one week than i had i would accomplish that entire year yeah like yeah. and now that's for everybody like, give it yeah. to a busy person like, i'm just chilling <laughs> I just like relishing in that honeymoon bliss exactly and getting bigger Playing which is not a great thing <laughs> Uh, Let's see. Uh, when, when the show came out, we were in just finishing the Shadow Rising, so we're like a whole entire two books you're past. Three, yeah, you're like two and a half books past that. That's crazy. Yeah. You've almost doubled your reading pace since we're the pros. show came out in a mm-hmm. year. That's amazing. So I, I do have a question because now, like again, our focus is episode seven. Mm-hmm. What was the point of marrying and then killing off? A wife for Perrin. Thank you so much. Um, we well, my thoughts on that are uh, listen to wheel takes because Allie will explain it to you if you go and listen to wheel takes uh, episode one discussion about Layla. She is the re- like Allie is the reason that I don't I don't love that Perrin's wife was fridged, but and child. Well, no, that I'm telling you, there was. I think, warning. I think she was still miscarriage. Uh, um, but uh, Allie, anyway, she basically explains why 
it was needed from the sense of following Perrin's arc through the first season, how we need to understand his trauma, his relationship with violence, his reluctance to pick up the act, something that, or the acts that or will actually follow give him. A yeah. Well, so, it's, it's something that will follow him for a bit, and we needed so, to be able to so understand why it. Why just be a gentle giant that didn't want to pick up that? So, <laughs> you've already got, you've already got so, 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 I mean, granted, I do, it's one of the decisions of the show that I, don't like but with that being said one of the main things that you when you go from book to tv is you show you don't tell um and and trying to in the books a lot of parents thoughts it's all his thoughts it's in his head and as a reader you get to read his thoughts but it's hard to do that in a tv show unless you're gonna have like a monologue going on in the background which is really weird and some tv shows decide to do that but a lot of times they decide just like let's add something in to cut trauma so rather than having just his thoughts about stuff, it's just this is why he is the yeah. way he is. Well, rather than a wife, why not give him like parents that that died or something? Let's see. Uh, my argument was it'd been better if it had been like Master Luhan, like it's yeah. a, like or something so like that. That would been that's that Brandon been... Sanderson's suggestion as well yeah. was make it Master Luhan. And basically, what Ali says is like I've heard that I, I hear what you're saying, but try to explain and try to make an audience who only has like 57 minutes to fall and really understand. You understand the relationship between husband and wife instantly. It doesn't need a lot of exposition. How do you explain the relationship of apprentice? to like master and then be like and then have parent be tortured for the whole season and not have a lot to do because of his relationship with violence that requires so much more work on behalf of like now, a quick two minute montage with a fantastic song <laughs> watching parent grow up and luhan's just behind him the whole time going you got it buddy i love you you know <laughs> and then when the song and then when the song's over it flashes to him spinning around misses the trollic and takes out master luhan Boom. Yeah. Two minutes. Boom. Done. All right. Uh, Ian, I'm going to call up I season mean, three, and I'm just going to make sure that Rafe gets you in the writer's room. Yes. That I'll tell you, they, they did it very well in this episode when you have Egret literally being BA, like completely badass. Oh, T Grain? Yeah. Is that how you pronounce her name? T Grain. Yeah. T Grain. T Grain. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. You know, I don't do well in names. Yeah. Come on now. You, you've heard me long <laughs> enough to speak on this. You have Rand's mother badass in it like killing a ton of people doing her thing and then birthing him and dying like that was like the first couple minutes this yeah. this, this episode that up really well <laughs> we could have done they, that for parent they nailed it this episode is it, it's just like full metal jacket it's really you know full metal jacket is two movies in one mm-hmm. yeah. you know there's there's the so opening portion and, and then, then right yeah, yeah. That's what this is. We could have done instead of episode set of seven, we could have just spent an hour, two hours talking about just that opening. Yeah, we could oh, have seven A and seven B or right, you know, and then do the rest. Ten episodes. Yeah. yeah. That's how badass it was. It was it is so um let's get into the the cold open. Um because yes. it is, I mean, hands down, I don't think there is a single person on this podcast who has not said or who's come on uh, to help us this season to rewatch everything who has not said that the cold open of episode seven is the best cold open of the series Blood the snow, yeah. what everybody calls it blood blood snow. Snow. Yeah, yeah. Snow. let alone like probably the top moment of the season for many people yes there's you a couple divergences literally have just done that 
and we could have ended the, the episode and I would have been I was so <laughs> yeah. like this the cold open came out let me be clear so um the episodes dropped uh in Mountain Standard Time at like 6 p.m. I delivered Mountain I evicted my crotch goblin on a Saturday get out I got the, a show to watch the <laughs> following Thursday is when blood snow dropped for the oh, first time okay right we were wow. around here. so I had just had an epidural and delivered a huge fucking baby and i was like oh, that was pretty good a baby that would make parent proud that that's this uh, little girl it was uh, robust yeah wait so yeah. so you Super went chunk. epidural you didn't go for dagger in the side you know <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't want to try that and be authentic <laughs> The choice, the choice was there, and and what I realized is uh, I am not the IEL I thought I was. Um, that's okay. And watching like T Grain, you know, casually take down eight of the Illuminar yeah. army, like commanders, whip a man around by his cape. Um, yeah, I, I think I think I'm pretty happy. So cool that you know she would take a minute, she'd have a contraction. She'd hear somebody, her face, just like, oh, fuck, another one. Has to go back. She kills a contraction. <gasps> go back. <laughs> it was so well done. I just thought yeah. the cutover was I, It was have, basically the same for me, for sure. That's I have funny. to play yeah. devil's I advocate. So it was very was cool. But my brains out. We, we, we can't give her too much credit because during one contraction, she almost got herself choked out. Good point. Yeah. Really, Luckily, really strong point. <laughs> Luckily, it subsided and she was able to bite him, punch so, him, elbow him, but she almost got choked out. So actually on this episode holds a the special weakness of women. Am I, right? I know. What would she do? I mean, good Lord. <laughs> yeah. It's kill the man or have a contraction. The dragon like, was almost not reborn. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> the fate this, of the world was at risk. This episode holds a special uh, place. I want to say in my heart, uh, in my memory. Because uh, it was one of the few times I snapped at my wife because we watched the show together. And I remember we You're turned it brave on. brave man, sir. Very uh, was brave. But, but listen to this. So, you haven't met his wife. So, <laughs> like, very brave. so we turn it on, right? It's, you know, the episode drops. It comes on the opening scene. I see Tigraine in the Aiel garb. And then like the first second happy goes, my wife goes, pause it. I didn't get water. And I'm like, <laughs> Like, ah! <laughs> like no 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 we are not man i'm going to watch this and then we will watch it again, again. and again and again and again and again and then we can start the episode yeah. get your like, water buckle in it was interesting by the way that you said that she was in eelgerb uh just because of um Loyal's comment to Rand when he meets him, oh, what are you, man? He doesn't think he's an A.U. man and keeps on repeating on that. I was waiting for somebody to say that she was an A.U. or something like that, but it never came out. I never heard the words or be able to read the words. So I, mm-hmm. I was surprised they didn't make that tie-in for non-book readers like For me. the idiots? I had no idea it was A.U. <laughs> verb. I didn't know the A.U. had a verb. So, well, you would have known if you rewatched episode three and remembered the Aiel in the cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a there was a hint. Yeah, yeah. Fancy garb. He had a little sprinkle. Well, he, was, he was sort of dead, so he wasn't moving mean, real long. We're only allowed to go spoilers as far as how far? I have the world. Sure. I have the world, and I would say reference and, uh, chapters and, uh, that are in the Great Hunt. Well, like you know, yeah, because you don't really I heal at all, and I have the world. I don't believe you, should, you just hear you about it. Yeah. Yeah. You hear about the Aiel who it's, crawled her way um, 
through the yeah. on camp. Yeah. And stuff so like I mean, that. it's you know that they're, they're 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 doing a good job. I mean, they're trying to keep a little bit of mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Watch and, and find out, good sir. Yes. And then they There's also so tied in yeah. later. They, all, they tied in later in the show when they explained, you know, when you it get Rand's dad who found yeah. her and helped her with the birth and stuff. So it was good because that was such an awesome opening for anybody who's a fantasy fan. Or And you, I had no idea the first time I watched it what was going on. I think anyone who's just like a person. Yeah, it was just a great opening. It was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a great opening. Yeah. And it wasn't until later in the show, I remembered that as I was rewatching it today, when they showed um, Tam. Was it Tam? Mm-hmm. Tam on uh, Tam helping her with the birth and then stealing the kid without telling mm-hmm. anybody. Borrowing. Was, uh, borrowing, mm-hmm. borrowing, mm-hmm. Uh, surrogating. To be returned to the pattern at a time mm-hmm. and place yeah. when I mean, appropriate. Godfather. Right? Godfather. I mean, he just wanted to hold that baby like for that. a little bit. Let me just hold that baby. Baby, twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what are you going to let it die? You're leave it there. Who picks <laughs> up a baby and goes? And my wife would love this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this will save us a lot of work. Uh, right. uh, I got a good one, and it's an ailment. The other day, well, I, I picked up a I picked up a pair of fluffy wool socks from Dick's Sporting Goods for for my girlfriend. I didn't I didn't go down the baby aisle. That is going to be a hell of a Christmas gift. Heck yeah, fluffy yeah. socks. Yeah, put yeah, some googly it. eyes on that thing. Mm. Ooh, yeah. you got a maid in the shade. Hey, I'm gonna say I'm a, I'm a keeper. Uh, <laughs> not as his girlfriend for his girlfriend. There's a difference. Yeah. 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 You said googly eyes on it. And so do you think? Shade. Do you think? Do you think Tam's like one of those people that just like picks up strays everywhere and just like brings them in, like sees a stray cat and it's like need to take care of it. I need to. I need to keep it. Because um, I've met people like that. Bella? I think I, I've met people like that. That like literally like there is, when I was on a sailboat, there was a girl that was on our sailboat with us who was like this, and we had to like literally pry stray cats out of her hand. Like no, we're not taking a stray cat on to sea with us. Uh, every port. Cats you well, maybe if boats. you had, you wouldn't have had ants on your boat. Ooh. I don't know if they would eat the ants. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, definitely eat they, ants. They, they go after any bug. <laughs> they go after, yeah, maybe, maybe. Really um, good ant hunters. We had, you we, you no, done we had, fucked we, up, Alan. We had a little spider on the boat that lived down the village, and he he, he took care of most of the bugs. So he's, he's oh, a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, Alan, I know you're joking, but uh, got to take it back to reality. I have watched uh, a, a private in the middle of a firefight run across getting shot at leaving his weapon behind like low crawling grabbing a puppy sticking yeah. him in his pouch but that's a puppy that's and crawling puppy. back and coming back that's picking up his weapon returning fire and then we hop in vehicles and leave and now we have a puppy like and that puppy, probably yeah that probably like, happened a yeah. hundred times like that's innate like that's just save the puppy human. save the world save the puppy, save, yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 I mean, if there was a puppy in, in the blight or if there was a puppy like in the ways, I'd be in the ways. Going and the and it would be, it would be one thing if we had like one cat on board. If we let her get her way, we would have had a hundred cats on board. I mean, like every cat, she would have been like, we saved this cat. Like, yeah. no, we don't. Like me, the watch. At know. this point in my life, slippery slope. I think I would rescue an, a cat before you ever seen that it's always sunny. baby. You ever like, seen that? It's always more babies. You ever seen that? It's always sunny episode, like where like yeah. he keeps buying more cats to put on his wall because to, to get rid of the rats. To try to get rid of the rats. Yeah, 
<laughs> like, I'll just put a cat in there, and it's like, oh, now we need to get another cat to like make friends and get the other cat out. Next thing you know, there's a hundred cats in this wall. Yeah, that's that's what would happen on this boat. It's genius. I see no, I see no flaws in this plan. Are you saying Tam got the baby to like quiet his wife down about the wanting the baby? Like, is he just problem solving? Like, I or thought it was Carrie an act really of love. Cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, and if it didn't work, he just gets another baby and gets more yeah. babies. Next thing he it, has, like, just keep babies. throwing babies at her until <laughs> yeah. she calms down. I think you're off a little bit, Alan. I could be wrong. <laughs> she left him, so there's that. I think she yeah. died. <laughs> <laughs> well, that counts as leaving, Alan. Stop being so critical I mean, of Chris's thoughts. Or it could be that's what he said because you know he also <laughs> told Rand he was his, and oh, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. We don't know what happened. What if she more. wanted a cat, got a baby, and said, "Screw this, I'm out of here." There yeah. you go. She really wanted a puppy. Who All right, I'm sorry. Delusions. You if you want this show to make sense, you're going to have to take control. <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm very happy with the direction this is going. I can talk about adopting cats and puppies all day. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, we get this epic cold open. We get Tam with. I mean, we don't know it's Tam, but we think it's Tam by the end of it because he's got the herons on the yeah. sword, so it's the same sword, and we're like, wait, why is Tam wearing an alienor cloak again? I mean, maybe no one else picked up on that, but it's it's yellow and it's, you know, got the golden bees. Um, Ilian. You it's okay. It. You're not the only one. I I have no clue what she's talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Uh, it, it, anyway, it do be a little, confusing. It do be a little, confusing. a little, you know, nod and a wink to the book readers. And again, it's like the writers have read the books or something. I say this every episode. Hey, no, it's the same as a wink to a blind man. Uh, and from that epic cold open it's pretty hard not to i think be let down by the next scene this is the opening of the ways or the closing i guess of the way Mm -hmm. the the portal um so this one you got mad just like Matt, 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 just screaming in blackness matt 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 um Open, open it, open it. We can't. It, he's gone. You know, he's an evil fuck. Uh, good luck to him. Um, goodbye. So, you know what? In terms of rewriting, they did what they could with it. Uh, it didn't make it easier to watch the second time around, but I appreciated the hustle. I'll say that. So that this uh, is another thing that I think when I first watched it, I was like, oh, no, even though we knew it it was coming because we heard that he was exiting. I was like, no, this is horrible. Like, there's no way to make this good, blah, blah, blah. But I watched it twice today. And I think subconsciously, I've just accepted that it's happening. So then, like like you were saying, man, like, I try to take that perspective of, is it still good if I kind of ignore what I know about the books? And it was. Like, I, I wasn't as disappointed. I was probably still on a high from this cold opening because every time I watch it, I like literally I have to stand up and start cheering. It's ridiculous. It's so it gets you fired. It's up. so good. I we watched it together up. at WatCon. Like it was like one of the things they played is like everyone's sitting there and that mm. thing. And like the entire audience just sitting like 200 people just sitting and watching this cold open together and then exploding in applause and tears. So good. Epic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I could have just been riding that high, but both times I watched it today with, with the matte portion and it closing on it, it, I didn't have those negative vibes, the negative feelings that I did the first go round. I guess, yeah. I, I guess I've just 
You've matured. So, uh, it's I've been a year. Time heals all yeah. wounds. <laughs> yeah. But there is no time, so we're kind of fucked mm-hmm. with that. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I kind of was, it brought me back to that moment where it was like, why, what and why? There wasn't like frustration. It was just like, and of course, the, again, going back to your earlier comment, I, at that point in time, I was a reader watching a show based on something I read. Yeah. And then... Mm-hmm. Now knowing what I know, having a year having passed, it's like, all right, we know the actor isn't coming back. This is the best they could do. He's just not going to be at the eye with them, which is fine. Because was he really that instrumental at the eye? Nah. He was just kind of there. He was just there. So, okay, cool. Bye. See you later. Peace. Yeah. I think, yeah, like when I watched it the first time, I was in so much denial that he actually wasn't in episode seven and eight, I kept thinking to myself that they were going to be doing things with him in Tarvalon mm-hmm. and that he would, yeah. like, we would see him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I remember just like hoping to see him a little bit because I wasn't ready to say goodbye right, to Bernie Harris. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you know, a year later rewatching, I did not have those same hopes and dreams. So I could actually focus on what was happening yeah. in the episode mm-hmm. without like being too sad about it didn't change that like there was clearly a disruption and like that initial part of them figuring out matt and having to write in the sads um yeah initially felt a bit clunky but i thought yosha stradowski as rand really pulled it off him being the one at the end just staring and waiting uh rand wanting his matt with him on this journey because this is the journey that they've gone on and and it took a lot to pull him away yeah Yep. That was really what, it, like, loyal. like, uh, yeah, we don't have much protection here, and the ones that can protect us, they went that away, and and I'm the only one that can lead us, and I'm going that away, and so, I'm real slow, and I'm real slow, so we're all going mm-hmm. slowly that away. So they kind of made their mind up for them whether they wanted to go or not. But this yeah. is where my disappointment hit. I got stuck on this today, both times. Either loyal lied about. O'Gears being known for being slow, which Loyal's not going to lie, or the show is making O'Gears slow. Slow thought or slow moving? Moving. Because oh. he said we're slow, and we talked about this when yeah. Jenny was on the podcast. Mm. So when we rewatched episode five, when they walk in, uh, when Loyal walks into Rand and Matt's room, yeah, and Nynaeve comes running in running behind in, him like, at high pace, like, and she's <laughs> clearly like she's been on, you know, trying to catch up with him. And so mm-hmm. Jenny's like, yeah, because like, obviously Ogier walks so fast because they have these huge long, long strides legs. that Nynaeve, yeah. tiny as she is, is like sprinting after him through the streets of Tarvalon. And now episode seven comes up and it's like, um, by the way, no, Ogier are apparently very this slow, even though they can outrun horses. It's fine. Right. They're just. Yeah. So all of that leads to, did he tell a, uh, I'll say white lie to soften the blow because I know we're talking about loyal. Might um, have been just his way of my. Maybe he just thinks he's slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just his way humans are so it. hasty. Yeah. I, yes. I. I mean, I, no, I still, I still feel like that's a stretch. It was slow. No. And that, I mean, you can make the case. Oh well, he was trying to say whatever he could say to get the party moving because, tr- mm. truthfully, all of their lives depended on. Moving, moving, yeah. You would. I have to say what it takes. Not to just that, move. but moving and not using magic. Right. Yeah. yeah can't channel. Yeah. Way, move. way to go, Rand. Oh, sorry. It's different scene. Uh, yeah. 
Well, Egwene. Yeah. <laughs> We're not at brand doing it yet. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, we do have, you know, Loyal saying like, I'm going to go. We get the great moment between Nynaeve and Rand. Anytime Zoe Robbins and, you know, she's going to ask you on screen together. I love it. And her saying to him, like, when this is all over, we'll find him. I promise yeah. you, I got you. We're not leaving him. You and I were in this, uh, yes. which in terms of writing, strong moment for me. It, t- it brought me right back into it because I was like, yes, these are my two rivers crew, even though we're dealing with um, unfortunate situations that yeah. couldn't couldn't have been foreseen at the beginning. Uh, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that rewrite. Let's move through the ways. Um, we hear and that channeling the question, in the ways. Oh, sorry. Even the, no, you're good. Even the question of like, did we leave him or did he leave us? Right. They addressed it. They allowed that emotion to kind of happen. They allow yep. people to kind of comprehend it in the way they want it to, and they moved on because we we've literally got a world to save right quick. Well, in, in that this, they, and they, they gave themselves time because let's be honest, that we get no closure this season from that at all. To your to your point, right. we didn't get anything about him in Tarvalon or anything like that. Next season, they got some explaining to do. So I'll save my nervousness for next season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they could do him like they did our other friend in the book and then you know and i'll leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) i love that that was your that was your best effort to not spoil and what you just gave us was absolutely nothing chris you i heard i heard nothing everything that i said tell me you don't understand me i know what you're saying i got you I got you. that was a lot of nothing nothing. (laughs) i'll give you one, one clue wolf Oh no! I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, I'm talking about dad there. <laughs> Whoa! Doesn't help me a whole bunch, but not at all. Oh, you didn't Whoa. get it from that. Uh, so anyway, we're wandering through the ways. We're getting some conversations. One of my favorites is between Land and Moraine, and it's just the two of them. And Land's like, "Yo, bro, but like, what if it is Matt? Are we just fucked?" And Maureen was like, no, no, like Matt, Matt and the dagger were 69 in each other. Like this was a give and take situation. And if he's evil, like I don't want him anywhere. And if he's the dragon and if I don't want him anywhere near the eye, because like that is going to be a we bad scene. Yeah. If he is the dragon, we avoided bringing the dragon to the eye of the world. Well, already because, being somewhat tainted by evil. Yes. Yeah. Because that might have so been we, a little out of her control. Well if he's the dragon by sealing yeah. him out. It's a shoddy way of trying to putty up Covered that it. plot yeah. hole. It works. Um, Daniel Henney and Rosamund Pike sell it for me. I'm happy with it. Again, a band-aid I will accept. The the tr- Right. The trouble is I, I can't give um, an unbiased opinion because I, I've Y'all heard on our podcast, um, and I'll tell everybody, listen to your show. I love Rosamund Pike. Like mm-hmm. you have no idea. Uh, she's on my short. She's on my short list that I've already had a conversation with Meredith about. Like she's opportunity ever presents itself. Her Rachel I'm McAdams in. and a couple other like love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who's the guy that plays Lan? What's his Daniel Henning. Daniel Henning. Okay. He better be on your list as well, by the way. I don't know how to say this in a, in a PC way. So if I if I mess it up, just know the intentions are all good. So I'm a very heterosexual male. 
uh, and I've never even been like, you know, curious in the, in the other way, anything like that. The tense is otherwise, but go on. <laughs> that was different. That was for survival and warmth. And when I was asleep, I thought you were somebody else. And that's a biological function because I had to go to the bathroom, Alan. So sure. uh, anyways, he keeps spewing the toxic masculinity as a deflection. I love this. Right. And I don't know that it's helping, but it's helping me. Anyways, I think you know where I'm going with this. When he is on screen, there's something about and I don't even think it's just his character. I think it's him as his person because it seems so natural how he acts. Like I feel like this. Oh is yeah, him. he seems like he is Lamb. Like I, hmm. there's an a there's an attraction there. It's not a sexual thing, but it's a. I don't know it's if a, I want to be him or like I just want to be with sure, him. Right? He's especially he his shirts off. Soft oozing confidence mm-hmm. leadership. Here's but I can appreciate the he is very fine. Like I'll just say it. My goodness. He's he's a fine <laughs> specimen. Like you know, you know yeah. Jenny, like lesbian nerdy. Yeah. Jenny says that on I can't remember what the the scale is called or the flow chart. I don't know, Alan. It's there's a spectrum. There's a spectrum. Spectrum. Uh, so Jenny is like on the spectrum. I'm about ninety eight percent super gay. The I think she actually said 99 point something. But. Right. Like the very small 2% is reserved for Lan. Okay, good. So <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Henny specifically, I will say. She That's actually great. a better like, way of saying. Lan, but then Daniel Henny also, because she's like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I'm not attracted to men, but Daniel Henny and like Lan, they're, it's different. It's a right. different thing. Like if he, if he was like, Hey, you've had a rough day. Come lay with me and I'll hold you. Are you fucking kidding me? I would be there in a heartbeat. And <laughs> the list of men when I would do says, that hey, with is pretty stay. small. <laughs> I, I thought he was talking to me. I cried a little bit. I hey, curled up with Alan, my TV. <laughs> you are on the okay. same level as Henny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. For me to snuggle with land, it would not need to be life or death. We could be in a nice cozy land. Yeah, a posture. Oh my goodness! Maybe that's it. it. Could be it. So, so I wasted all of that time to say the fact that they made an attempt to fix that plot hole. I accepted it because those were the two doing it, and I just, I just love them. Yeah. What if I could snuggle with both of them? You probably could. They'd yeah. be open to it. I'll give you five seconds. <laughs> it's never going to happen in reality. Okay. Never say never, man. <laughs> oh my goodness! What? Oh. Are you getting kitty kisses? I am. She never does this, so I'm taking it. <laughs> it's because you the said whole land conversation just sent them off. She was like, "Me too, Danielle Henny. Me too." <laughs> no, you, it's because you just ate snacks, and she's like, "What'd you eat? Where's my Where's my kibble? Uh, don't burst, burst the bubble. Uh, what a cutie! Hello. Oh, no, she, no, she wants to you be need on a camera. Pair of little that, kitty headphones. Oh, she loves being on the camera. She I'm not knows we're watching her. Oh, she does. So <laughs> Chanel works from home. And she gets in on the Zoom meetings every single day. And I have come in here because of her away on the computer. She's in here typing on the daggone keyboard on Chanel's keyboard. Oh, my goodness. And then she watches Prime. Like anytime the TV is cut on, especially like this morning when I was watching the episode, boom, she was clued in on it. 
Mm-hmm. And she knows when she's on camera. Well, let's hear it. her thoughts. How did you well, like yeah. the cold yeah, opening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like up to the cat. It's yeah, Chris, I want to hear. I want to hear straight really? from your pussy. What? what <laughs> I tried to get her to come on, but she's tired. <laughs> All right, that's okay. Too <laughs> uncomfortable. Sarah, it hasn't even been three months. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going through the ways we have moments with loyal because truly season one, I don't think we got enough loyal, but we do get a little bit of him talking about the ways and how it used to be great and things that used to be there. You want to know about Martin Sheen? (laughs) Let me tell you about Martin Sheen. Um, There's never, there isn't an answer until like the big explosion, uh, which I kind of liked because we get a naive moment. Mm. Uh, We have a really clunky moment with Perrin going, wait, there's something up ahead. Mm. And it's like, ahoy, I see things (laughs) with my eyeballs. And everybody else goes, my eyeballs do not see things like your eyeballs do. Your yeah. eyeballs are something special. You hear inconceivable, but it's great. <laughs> it, it actually works out because we get uh, an explanation, which we really need. It helps people that don't know the books. Yep. So Rand, so when Rand goes, "How did you see that?" We we get this just perfect, well written answer, and Perrin goes, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> If you don't leave parent alone. <laughs> but that's exactly you know, how he said it. Parent no. slander podcast. <laughs> Should have given them a heads up. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. But that's love, exactly what he said and how he said you it. You know I love Marcus Rutherford. Hate parent, love Marcus Rutherford. I will say um, episode six and seven. Not, not bright spots for parent yeah. in the season. Um, at least he tries and, uh, that's good enough, I guess. I I think they're trying to show him struggling with things. So if I, if I'm trying to throw him a bone, you, you see that he's struggling internally, but then back to Alan's point, when you're doing it on screen, you've got to show it. You can't just have him standing there looking a little awkward, confused and giving right awkward answers and. Ahoy, I see something. Like the the guy on the Titanic who first spots (laughs) (laughs) iceberg up ahead. There's ice out there. Yeah, no, the Titanic guy that spotted the iceberg first was in the boiler room. That's a good comparison. <laughs> is it is dead ahead? No, good. it's fucking in us. It is. <laughs> we are one with the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> We're over 100 years later. We can laugh about it, right? Yeah, right. Too, <laughs> soon? Too soon? Too soon? Too soon? We're Come okay. On. We've had There's two world wars since then. Jesus, we can joke about that now. <laughs> Almost three. She's half <laughs> Canadian. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, anyway, uh, then they look at this guiding post and we get, again, more exposition from Loyal being like, Logia would never do this. This looks like someone intentionally trying to fuck shit up. <laughs> um, and... Ruh-ro. <laughs> Guess we better camp out for the night. Uh, which the means best thing to do when yeah, things have been tampered with. Take a snooze. You know what? When I get stressed, I take a snooze. 
And a nap solves all woes is what there's, I've learned. There's evidence that really bad people have been here. here. Let's, Let's take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Let's sleep on it and see what what unfolds. <laughs> It's like, uh, you know, I see what something. What could go wrong? There are horrible things and, and it's written in stone. Well, we're going to chill here. I think, you broke, I think you broke gray hair. The logic is flawless. And there's a whole group of them and they all go, yeah, that's a good idea. No, it's the you same remember, exact scene, the too, where like Atlanta goes, Atlanta says, and we're being followed, too. Like, I mean, it's like, yeah. like, like yeah, sleep now. Like, right. So let's hold still. And but we need some fire going so that they can see us and but we wait this not, it, we I know can. they don't have parents' eyes, so let's just make <laughs> it really clear where everyone's sleeping arrangements are. You, you right. gotta remember there are more men than women in this group here. What do you mean by that? That's what I'm saying. No, what do you mean? <laughs> they, no, they no, you need to explain yourself. They made a phenomenal choice by staying there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's true. Whatever happens, we can handle it. Was it was the boss exactly. lady who said, sit still, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we get a cute moment with Egwene and Rand. And they cuddle together. Oh, so cute. And then, yeah. surprise, Trolloc, Tro- motherfucker. going down. Uh, Trolloc in the ways. We think Egwene channels, of course, because this is a rewatch. We can say, oh, Rand channels to say Egwene. You forgot. Mm-hmm. So it was a it was a reflection to me. It was like, oh wow, man, McWayne, that was really fast. And then mm-hmm. I didn't get it till the scene where they said, "For those not paying attention, yeah. this is what Ram did." Yeah, <laughs> uh, the quick montage. Now, yeah. see that as being a first time reader, like we assumed really early on. Yeah, because we're gonna skip like when you saw that. Back. Not yeah, yeah. like not just that, but like every time something crazy went down we were like oh rand did that like barging when, through the door when, but, I mean, yeah, there weren't that rand many examples were trapped in the in the door like that was one of those moments where like that was rand like mm-hmm. we knew it yeah so. and and like they you know they they put it out there i would have liked a little bit more a, a few more moments throughout the series of rand channeling because they really only had the one in episode three and of channeling of the door busting and then the moment where he saves Egwene in episode seven and the reveal is in episode seven so i was like you couldn't have yeah, given yeah. us like well when you cut out bill dobin and right. silbo yes. you could have had right. another one uh, at least lauren gelb man justice and, for gelb in our first read the moment i think the moment chris and i both really started coming around to what ran was doing was what Alan was just talking about. Yeah. It was the boom. It was the him up on the mast. And mm-hmm. yeah. at least me having some sailing experience and idea of the size of the boat and his acrobatics coming down off of there and everything. I was like, all right, this is not natural. Not natural. Mm-hmm. Right. That's when it became, but that wasn't part of the show. No. It, well, you do know that Bale Doman is going to be episodes. in season two, right? Yes. Oh. Yeah. I, I do be knowing that. I did not know that. I yeah, have been staying with all spoilers. And and Elias has been cast. So Elias will be at season two. Yes. Meet yeah. Elias. Say hi. <laughs> Elias hi, been Elias. 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 Elias.
I, I don't remember. He from the, uh, oh, okay. The it's okay. So insignificant. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your uh, but Trollock and the Ways, both yes. Egwene and Rand channel, and typically only Egwene apologizes for channeling. Then they all run because she Martin done Sheen. Up. <laughs> I didn't so know. Martin Sheen wakes up and Martin Sheen is on his way, and they're like, "Oh fuck! Yep. It's like he's gonna unleash the tiger blood. Charlie's coming!" And they yeah. run, 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 run. Um, they get whispers, and like first, Nynaeve is like, uh, "I'm sorry, who the fuck is Martin Sheen?" Yeah. And then Maureen <laughs> is like, "Don't listen to the whispers. Good luck." Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We got- so. We got no, robbed. Actually, the show did a good job in embodying Robert Jordan. When they first got in there, uh, somebody asked about Martin Sheen, and it's like Loyal was about to give an answer, and then it got cut off, and they moved forward. And then even in this moment, when Martin Sheen's on his fucking way, and Nynaeve's like, all right, hold now, tell me. Like, this is important now. I need to know who's Martin Sheen. You still don't get an answer. You just get a, all right, don't do this. Don't listen to that. Watch out. You know, somebody's going to whisper some shit. Good, good luck. You'll be all right. Yeah. So we had two opportunities for an explanation, and we we didn't really get it. We got nothing. Yeah, and and I, I feel like Martin Sheen, even though like psychological torture is it's nothing to be shake a stick at. Um, Martin Sheen in the books is a whole lot more. It's a whole lot scarier. A whole you know, lot scarier. You say that, but honestly, I actually liked the way the show did it and how we. I preferred that because, like, sure. I mean, you know, like it separates what, it from Mashandar and it makes a separate thing. And, and, yes. and, and that, it does. That, and like getting each individual whisper, like talking mm-hmm. about each person's insecurity. Like, I really liked that they drew that right. out. And then we got to spend a moment with everyone being like, you know, like way- Perrin. Right. So, like the way they portray Mashadar and Sh- uh, and Shadow Logoth is it, a lot how Mash and Sheen is portrayed in the books, as in far as books. Like eating, the, eating yeah. like flay you alive kind of thing. And I can remember reading the book, reading, well, actually, I actually did read the first couple of books. So, reading the book and thinking, what's the difference? Yeah. yeah. Well, are they the same? Are they the same? We right. had that conversation. Right. Like, are these the same entity? Are they the traveling? Yeah. The same evil side so we did have that conversation and so in separating it the way they did they kind of answered that question for the readers that are right. newer to the series right. and it'll allow for that distinction when if they show back up later on in the book and or the tv series so mm-hmm. i agree with you it was it was well done um yeah it was one of the things that i thought the show did better in terms of like what a tv sure can bring to the screen like because you know again as an avid book reader of like over two decades i'm like how the fuck are they going to convey what this black wind can do mm-hmm. and i thought this was and, a fun and how like, quick and how deep it can get in your head oh yeah, yeah. so every- and the ability of pad and fane to walk through that without being to, able to channel. And we see that at the end, oh, right? When he walks out of the way. He was just like, <laughs> he got little, little Taylor shame. Swift, like, yeah, shake it like, up. <laughs> um, but yeah. like how, knowing what Nynaeve, what it took Nynaeve to battle that wind and then to see Pad and Fane exit, like it was nothing while the wind was right at the exit. I'm hoping that non-book readers kind of put it together that, yeah, he just breezed through that win. My my like, take was that he came after that the, the oh, yeah, disaster was through. Yeah, but he didn't have to face it. So he was a little sneaky. 
He came, yeah, he snuck yeah. in behind. He was Gollum in that he um, came yeah. behind everything and didn't have the same mm. stuff. Like, that was, he just that was sacrificed a bunch of trollic to the... Yeah. They were being put in. Yeah. They're pawns. But yeah, I love the moment of the wind talking to each of them individually. Egwene the imposter, which we know she struggles with repeatedly like going for the insecurities like this is yeah. like martin sheen is the world's worst therapist yeah like it says everything to you that you know you like your worst and like biggest insecurities about yourself and it just like comes for you yeah with those. I, I don't think it matters like if you're into fantasy or anything like that if you just watch this episode and when it comes to this part of this scene this is something that should or probably does like hit hard to everybody, even if they don't want to admit it, because we all have our own insecurities. Everybody's got a voice inside their head of doubts of, oh, I should have done this better or doubts about how they're currently doing things or doubts about what they're going to do in the future. Some of us are better at different times of overcoming those, but we all have that. There's always Mm -hmm. that voice. And Martin Sheen hits the most critical thing that everybody's struggling with at that time. And I think it's important to note that it's not a singular voice that's saying this to them. I think the fact that it's multiple voices, male and female voices, and it's very obvious that as the message is being delivered to them, it's multiple voices. It's almost like it's not just one crazy voice telling you there's a bunch of us that see it. You're not just seen by one crazy voice. You're seen by a legion and mm-hmm. we're calling you out for your insecurities. Like sure. that's that was scary. Like and then, OK, I'm just going to keep rambling. Go. Everything we've Rebel talked on. about with Nynaeve, it, and hopefully this is still mostly keeping it to book one, especially towards the end of, of book one and the, the Eye of the World scene that doesn't show up in the shows. But we started talking about the insecurities and the struggles of Nynaeve herself and like things that may have happened to her in her past and abuses and things like that and things that she struggles with emotionally. So you think it would it would be the most difficult for her to overcome it. And yet in this moment, she's the strongest. Everybody else is crippled by this. And she's the Marine only one. Okay. But yeah, Rand and Egwene, they really struggle. I couldn't tell about Lan. I don't remember. I think Moraine was going through the motions. Moraine was mm. pushing through as best she could. If Nynaeve did not do what she did, even mm. Moraine would have been overcome. That's my... I'm reading into it some. Moraine definitely needed Nynaeve because Nynaeve was like, had to you, like Nynaeve was basically like, hey, Martin Sheen, thank you so much. But actually what you say to me does not like you can't even get up in here because the insecurities <laughs> that I am living with and I have to overcome every single day just to yes. get out of bed. I will come for your ass. Like I'm I've got you. Yep. Oh, my God. Martin like Sheen. Inner strength. <laughs> Fuck you, Martin Sheen. Yeah, Martin Sheen was like, I got you all. And she's like, bro, I did this for breakfast. Like, I heard I overcame this to wake up this morning. Go fuck yourself. Uh, so anyways, I thought that I thought that was great. I think this naive moment is better than her healing moment. OK, so uh, you like this more than the super Saiyan. So so the healing moment was great. Because this was the first time visually we saw Nynaeve just busting out her awesomeness. So there's that there's that that makes it awesome. But this, I think she was overcoming a lot more. Uh, the healing everybody was her being a little more selfless and and acting out for the needs 
of others. Mostly but, of land, but like, yeah. Right. But this was more of a like personal attack on her. I mean, I know everybody else was getting attacked and maybe, yes, she was still defending the other people. But I think the battle was more what she was dealing with, what it was saying to her and kind of how we were talking about. She was like, you know, you you can't make me doubt myself. I doubt myself more than you ever could. And I overcome it on a daily basis. Sort Welcome of thing. to and, imposter syndrome, asshole. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, we're gonna fight fire with fire. But anyways, I thought this moment was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Especially on rewatch it, it registers mm-hmm. really high for me. Um, and then Moraine channeling open the way gate and Lan, of course, running back and grabbing Nynaeve because he's not about to leave her to that. Uh, uh. Just, I do like the I do like the channeling and the trifold leaf, like the way yes, the Avendasora yeah. leaf. Yeah, uh, and I will say because it's not spoilers because Rafe has given the answer. Rafe has indicated um, in one of his responses to Dragon Mount that the Avendasora leaf is still what can open a way gate. It is how Pad and Fane got in and out of the mm-hmm. ways. They're there not changing still. that part. Um, and there were there was a moment I think you said it was filmed. Yeah, there's a wrong. still that they released with yeah. Pat and holding uh, the Avengersara leaf. leaf. Yeah, um, the tree po- or the tree foil leaf, whatever. Same thing. Same thing. Poison um, ivy. But he mm. he basically said they filmed the moment where like the sequence of it, but it just in terms of the length of this episode in particular, it just didn't make sense to show it there. Uh, it would only be doing a service to the book readers who are waiting for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something that's going to be explored. So it's not, you don't need to channel to open the way gate. There are other ways of getting into it. We can all sleep easy, <laughs> I guess. Uh, Cause that was something. Um, I was really the last few me. months, you know, I was losing a lot of sleep because of that. So mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. As you should be. <laughs> thank you, Rafe. <laughs> Thanks buddy. You got you. Uh, so they all leave. We get to see Pat and Fane skip out of the ways. Uh, a little bit of whistling. A little bit a little of whistling. whistling before. Well, uh-huh. I guess while they were in the ways, we heard the yes. whistling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We heard yeah. constantly whistling. Um, then we go to Faldara. Uh-huh. Uh, Agamar is interesting. Lord Algorithm. Lord Algorithm. Thank you. Annalisa, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, who is Egelmar or Lord Algorithm's sister, um, Moraine. Annalisa and Moraine are having a chat about the seer because Moraine's like, I want to talk to Min. And she's like, What do you want to see the seer for? Uh, they also talk about Annalisa's training in the White Tower. She wasn't mm-hmm. able to achieve the rank of Aes Sedai, but she still did pretty well. Um, then Moraine says, I also need you to send a message about a man, sorry, a boy uh, taken care of, Matt Cawthon. Send it to the Red Aja with love, Moraine. Um, I'm going to need some explaining with this. You're also, you're also missing, you, you get a, a very important character that comes in. Do we get to see Uno? He is uh, the blonde man. He's quite strong. He drops a, a few Faldaran F bombs and then he does have yeah. more screen time in episode eight. And yeah. what this does confirm from Robert Jordan's writing is that even though this is thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years in the future or past, uh, Spanish has at least survived with 
Uno. Uh, just the one eye. Uh, the, the word Uno has survived there you through go. time. Oh, good point. Uh, or the card game. Or the card game. Oh, good, no, no, good point. Good Draw point. four, Alan. Draw mm-hmm. four. I Skip. choose red. <laughs> uh, the next day, we're walking through the streets. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Yeah. I actually am. I I can't figure out a good reason, a good explanation for Moraine's send the reds after Matt. Okay. Uh, so, so basically, does anybody want to get into that? This was rewriting because um, I don't know if you've heard about the scenes that were released from Comic-Con. New York Comic Con and mm. Brazil Comic Con is the same scene, I think, mm. but it's uh, Matt played by Donald Finn in the tower. So he's been captured by the Red Aja. So Leandrin comes to see him in the tower. So basically, at this point, season two is already being written. They know where they're going to take Matt's storyline. Okay. They just need to throw a bone to the show watchers to be like, don't worry, we haven't forgotten about Matt. We're going to see him next. He's going to be in Tarvalon. He's actually going to be a prisoner mm. in Tarvalon in a room that he can't escape from. And Leandrin's going to be talking to him. And this is what kind of sets all of that up. This is how we're so, getting him there. Because so, the, I was confused by the whole like Moraine healing him. Because did that happen in the book? Did I did I just uh, yeah. block so, that she, out? Well, she did Camelin, a little bit. She does she does a little partial a heal in Camelin. Right, that's well, right. at the time you think it's complete, but you find out it's not complete. Yeah, right. it, it was just like band-aid on a bullet. But uh, in the in uh, the uh in the dialogue, uh Moraine I think that's why Moraine said that the dagger and Matt bonded deeply. I got out what I could. I didn't get it all. She actually right. said that in the yeah, dialogue yeah, yeah. to back that up and yeah. tie back into the okay. yeah. better, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, so she needs the reds to get him because they're the only ones that can handle him. They shouldn't necessarily need the reds with this one. Well, is also, it, is it? also the reds because, again, there's still the chance that he could be the dragon. So she's like, mm-hmm. in the yeah. in the off chance that he can and, channel, even though I don't know, right. um, and he is the dragon reborn, but he has this evil in him, yeah. which we saw at the beginning. The reds need to take him because he needs to be gentle because this and dragon they, reborn cannot right. fight. Yeah. The true. And, and, and they've and, got that skill set. And the red is the copper, uh, you know, they're the, the cops. Like, that's yeah. the Aja. They're, yeah. They're, they're yeah. The, okay. The 1920s, so man, you see, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. The I won't say that I'm pleased that about the it. They're the ones that are the nastiest. Didn't yes, Star Wars, they do it in all. Yeah, but the, the Reds in Star Trek are the ones that always die. That's very true. That's so right. You're Red Jersey, you're done. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Original series, anyway. Well, yeah. Original, yeah. So we'll see. So that I I actually liked, especially on rewatch and knowing where they're going with episode or season two now, it, it knowing what we've seen, I'm like, okay, yes, great tie-in. Thank you, thank you, writers, just for giving us a little like, we'll be back. It's a way to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't get there right. from here. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so then the next day, they're walking through the streets. Egwene tells Rand to ignore the whispers. Um, we actually like we got a little glimpse of Rand's whispers in the ways, but they weren't the true whisperings. Um, mm-hmm. Perrin sees Pad and Fane. He's like, "Was that Pad and Fane?" And then he's like, "The fucking no. peddler. He's so <laughs> dead. dead. He 
super dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, ignore so that we, situation. So we can close the book on that. I don't even know where yeah. we talk about just it. Just discredit everything parents says. Close, <laughs> close the book. Let's move on. Chris, stop talking about it. I, I paused. <laughs> I paused and backed up that scene three times because the flash that Pat and Fane has gone through is so quick that. Um, that, that, yeah, I, I missed it and so i had to like basically let's freeze frame it and it's like oh there it is okay but he's only it'd, in, yeah not even it'd a have been better it had been better if naive was like that guy ran by so fast how did you see him and then Perrin goes i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know although it was daylight so <laughs> Uh, then they enter the bar. They see, we see men. Hey, men. Hey, girl. Um, oh, yeah. We have some pints. We talk about adventures. I just loved Rand's fixation on like, so you're telling me there's no beef, there's no chicken. Do they eat fish? Um, just very concerned about the Tuathoans. As he should be. Mm-hmm. As he should be. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. proud of him for that. I yeah. mean, you know. Lentils won't do it. Do you know how many lentils you have to, you know, to make up for a steak? It just, doesn't happen. I yeah, actually, no. I, I both really no. want to know and don't want to know how yeah, be, Aaron and Queen's yeah. poop like I, I, adjusted from life with the tinkers to like real food again. Yeah, yeah. I, I free flowing to back up. Anyway, that's I, I love I, men's men's viewing here too with uh with the whole baby thing. Yeah, it's like yeah, Rand is a baby. A... Is it his baby? How the fuck do I know? It's a baby. They all just... <laughs> uh, <laughs> could be his cousin's baby. I don't know. That's uh, a, a stupid question. <laughs> no one knows. I know who's, I know baby whose baby it is. It is I like. I, I like how I she was say. like. It's you know. It's the the one the big and brooding, and she, and Moraine's like they're, they're both, both big and brooding. They're both <laughs> big and brooding. Like, girl, be more Pacific. That's a stretch, um, though, because. Even in the characters they use, if you had to pick, clearly that would be parent. Parents, yes. yeah, yes. clearly. Like they're not the same at all. But she's and, being was a jerk. I mean, I I guess she was asking for more specifics, but I I, I don't know. Just visually, Rand yeah. and Perrin are easily distinguishable. Yeah. So there are other ways she could have said it. That's fair. That's I fair. It was funny. It was hilarious. I really liked it. I really love, like, I do, again, if funny Rosman has listened to me, Min is not my fave. Um, there are reasons oh, for that, okay. but there, I won't go into them. I will say, as Min far and as I, I have read, I still enjoy Min. Of course you do. Um, <laughs> uh, cishet males Trust typically me. enjoy Min. You'll, you um, will definitely enjoy Min more and as this season goes along, delusions. Uh, but I will say, I of the World Men is one of my favorite characters, yes. and yeah. she showed up like this was perfect. I loved her. I loved her. Yeah. I yeah. loved. Sorry, a, I loved, a bit later than than in the book. Right in the book, she comes in earlier. Doesn't she, she comes in bare line. Right. Um, yeah. One of the same day. Day. along the way. Yeah. Yep. And actually, I'm going to share this because I don't know, Alan, if you've talked about it on the podcast, but it's super fun. Um, And I'm going to talk about the part that's non-spoiler, but it was about Robert Jordan's original intention for Rand and Min and Berlon. And Min basically basically takes him for like a little rustle in the hay bales. 
Oh. And she was like, uh, thanks so much for your body, boy, but like, I'm good now. And Rand is very upset because his virginity was just taken and he. Oh, right, like, because he hasn't done it, Wayne, in mm-hmm. books. Right. Oh, and taken. He's like, Taken gonna, because he wasn't part of the operation. <laughs> the the decision, obviously. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. um, but he was like, oh, you're just going to leave like that? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to leave like that. Thank you so much. Good luck in your life. Bye. Gotta go. See, really, love, love, really love that version of men. Having <laughs> that version of men <laughs> makes men make so much more sense later on in the books. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That version of men would would be very helpful for where we are in the podcast right now. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing in 1990s morality, because that's when it would have been written, right? And yeah. he, is a, he is a Southern gentleman. But anyway, mm-hmm. that was obviously cut. Um, it is a very great read. And they should have um, written two versions of this book. Because <laughs> he had so much more going on in his mind, and he was tailoring it to his audience so much. There's a lot, was There's a lot of decades, ideas there. He's three decades. Now let's go with two. No, three. <laughs> he was three decades too early. But you know what? That's why we've got Rafe and we've got spicy men. We've got, I loved her. She was like, you know what? But you come into my a, bar and like you're asking questions. When it should be like a full on flavor. Are you adding spice or are you just giving us a dash of men? Oh, like, right. I still feel like we're only getting dashes of what Jordan really would have done. Had he been Jordan in 2020, like so much mm. more is accepted and so much more available to be talked about and to be explored. This book would have been rated M for mature, like, and 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 Prime would never pick it up. It would have been on HBO. Did I tell you about my thoughts about Land? This book is M for mature. Yeah, it's all it's all about perspective, baby. <laughs> I mean, sure. If we put what went in my head on the big screen, my goodness. I love mm. it. I love it. But yeah. yeah, we get we get great scenes with men, more rain. We learn that the Amberlin seat is going to be her downfall. That was big. Ooh, yeah, I forgot like that. We see her dressed yeah. in full what do you regalia. Think about hair with golden eyes and blood on his chin. So interesting. He's just getting a little snacky snack. I was just going to say a little bite to eat on the side. Hey, look, it's a rabbit. Never mind. I got it. A little nibble, nibble. Yeah. Yeah. That nibble, nibble. Sometimes um, you got to bite throats. It, whatever. That's when he leaves the Duathanum uh, diet and goes back to uh, a yeah, more canine-oriented. Yeah. He's there. Uh, so after they, you know, have some pints at the bar, they naturally come back and they, they're they getting in their feels. Uh, Maureen's like, oh, by the way, if you're not the dragon, you'll die at the eye. So we're leaving at um, 720 sharp. Die a horrible death. <laughs> die a horrible like, death. It, like you're not just going to walk in and go, it's not me. Uh, it's going to be a pretty gruesome experience. It's going to be awful. Um, Run me a dumb look. You will die a most horrible death. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Super fun, though. But again, we'll see you in the morning. Um, sleep tight. And then the wait, land goes, land, land, land goes. Well, at least you gave them a choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said he an assemblage of a choice. You're right. Yeah, yep. yeah. He, he philosophy, you didn't give them a choice, but you made them at least think like they had one. Yeah. I, feel like they had one. Like, <laughs> I don't know if anybody else laughed at that, but I laughed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's really the little it. moments. Right. Anytime, honestly, anytime land and Moraine are on screen, I'm usually chuckling quite a bit. Yeah, oh my gosh, this there's so much, there, there's so much more unsaid than what is said. 
that makes things awesome between the two of them. It's the best. Love that. Uh, But then, you know, we get a little chat between the two rivers. And of course, Egwene's like, if there's even a chance that Moraine is right, why did we come all of this way? We came this way to save our family and friends. Of course, we're going, you idiots. There's not, it's not even a decision to be made. Yeah. If we're going to come, we're going to come together. That's my slogan. So is that what happened in the tent? <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not trying to be selfish. I just we're gonna, we're gonna, like you gotta share the care. It's all about time. Yeah. Oh, right. Give and take and right. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> we do, you know, we get Egwene calling Nynaeve out a bit. She's like, if this oh, were yeah. anyone else asking you to do this, if this were Moraine, you know that you would be advocating for exactly what I'm saying. You Don't let Rand your pride get in the way. Rand's like, look at you, pot calling the kettle. Yeah. And then we get my least favorite that's fair i know what you're gonna say from this season um even more than i hated still the fridging of layla or 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 still matt in through the ways yeah yeah still matt even more than that this awkwardness is rough the decision to take a beautiful platonic relationship between Perrin and Egwene, right. because I do love a strong male female friendship. Why can't I think they be we friends? Need, I think we need more of that on TV where there's not well, sexual tension, the book, where there's like, just a healthy respect. Yeah. We get the introduction of a love triangle. Triangle. And well, Rand's so like, I, so I, what's, weird, what's bro. Worse? On the day I propose, like you proposed to your wife. It happened to be the same day that Egwene and I got together. How did that happen? And let's get more 90210 about it. Nynaeve <laughs> already knew about it, and she's the one that spills the beans trying to save the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. what just happened? Playing the part well, of story, Tori spilling all of a sudden as Nynaeve. Yes. Well, I, I, Go, Chris, because be like, fair. I knew that reference would land here. Yes. To be fair, <laughs> I Though it was said that way, it was backtracked almost immediately. It was never really a love triangle. Now, in in the book, it's well, it was in Perrin's mind, I think. No, why else would Nynaeve chime in the way she did? I'm so tired of you two fighting over her like she's something you can win. But what we know about so multiple people confided in her. No, finish about it, finish the it. struggles Absolutely that they're not. going through. Absolutely, so either parent confided in her or Egwene no. confided in her about Absolutely her struggles not. between the two. Nope. All right, Chris. Am, I, am I watching Sports Center right now? Like, I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I refuse to believe that. This is what really happened. Okay, Chris, Nynaeve, try try to sell me on this. Nynaeve I need has, I need you, man. Nynaeve has and always will be full of herself. At this point in the novel. Sir, so weird. Your connection just um, broke and disconnected. Nynaeve is very, very This wouldn't be the first show that the host has literally booted one of us from. I've been removed from the way the leaf a couple of times. They always bring me back. They always bring me back, but I have to apologize. You know what? To be fair, like me too, and usually when I'm on with Ian. (laughs) We did it together. Okay, Chris, keep going. And with her being so full of herself, she made an assumption. And what does that do? 
Thanks and ass out of Nynaeve would never assume and, anything. She always gets her facts straight. And well, except that she was wrong. Always. Perrin, rather than outright go at them both for this comment, was being very parent. Which I'm is gonna the, I'm brooded. gonna be the hero. I'm gonna brute and I I'm going know. to think and I'm I going protect. to let you know. guys figure this out. Okay. Okay. So you're not convinced that the writers did us dirty by trying to suggest that there's a love triangle or that Layla felt guilty because after watching this episode, please go back and watch episode one and watch Layla's reaction to parent and watch how Layla doesn't show up to Egwene's ceremony is the only woman there. It's noted on, it's commented on. Watch all of that and tell me that the writers weren't trying to tell us that Perrin had feels for Egwene. Yeah, oh, I, um, think, I think even with the actors, even the actors reaction, uh, like the way they portrayed Perrin's face, <laughs> you know, when Nynaeve goes <laughs> up, it's like, fuck, I've been busted. Like, yeah, it, like, and secrets out. Yeah. When when they're sitting around the campfire a couple of episodes prior and, <laughs> nope. and he's just catching little glimpses of her and just kind of staring at her and getting all bummed out when they talk to one guy. Um mm, AA Ram. A Ram yeah, uh, is chatting with her. Best yeah, they, they built it in. They, they were kind of building Rand's in that boy. little parent okay. loves parent uh, okay. perfect. thing. <laughs> parent perfect parent. That's 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 there's perfect like... parent and then there's imperfect show parent. Okay, you know what? Chris, I'm here for your advocacy for parent, and I will continue to revisit this when I feel dark and in my sads, because <laughs> this is genuinely the thing that, like, when I think about episode seven, because, yeah, on rewatch, I, I really, really liked it. But what ruins it for me is the introduction of this love triangle that I didn't feel was necessary. Um, and so I'm just going it's to, even though necessary even though, and they're <laughs> never going to play into it again, because the other thing is that okay. we, we know that there's hope for some people in finding love. If I can find it, it's possible for everybody. Look, I'm that basically, is living proof right there. I'm basically I unemployed. I'm doing the homeless look. I uh, love during this podcast. She still loves me. You I did. Have no idea. Both of you have. Exactly. Yep. So I have the fullest belief that the writers will do right by okay. Karen. Okay. I'm going to trust you. By I'm gonna... Blaine and by Ran. And I'm going to leave it at that because okay. I'm far enough along in the Deep. books where I have. In, instead of being optimistic about everything that happened there, like I was, I was trying to find excuses for why it would happen. Like maybe they're still residual. They're all kind of fucked up from Martin Sheen. Let's tell you or, why it happened. Or maybe because because, there's only five girls in the whole town that are here at their age. So they all went around the block with them once or twice. Yeah. Have you ever been to Michigan? Mm. My cousins all <laughs> dated their, each other's wives. <laughs> <laughs> you pronounced West Virginia wrong. <laughs> there too, actually, did yeah, their cousins and sisters. <laughs> what are you talking Jesus about? Christ. Oh man! Hey, I have <laughs> <family>. <laughs> 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 okay, my grandfather, I won't go that far. <laughs> I can tell you some things, Jenny. You got a pretty tooth. <laughs> Singular, just one of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm pushing 40. I can't hope for more than one. Raising <laughs> my expectations so too high. Just popped into my head, but I'm from north of the border, man. We don't do that. It's, it's Alan, okay. 
We're from Virginia. Do you want to chime in on the uh, on parent on Peg Wayne, or should we just move past? I think we should just move past. Uh, You know, we get too much of these conversations. Uh, Apparently, in the show, they just move past it really quick. That was the other thing. So, to your point, Chris, and to delusions, Chris. Yes, literally a couple minutes later, everybody just gets over it. So then why the mm-hmm. fuck did we do it in the first place? Thank you so much. It was just aggravating. And then we just all moved on and we were back to friends. Like, surely if we needed a reason for Rand to first storm of all, off don't and don't call shoot me Shirley. Arrows. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Ian, or you could call me Honey Badger or Matt. Yeah. But not, I don't go by Shirley. Okay. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if we needed a reason for Rand to storm off. <laughs> There could have been so many other reasons. He broods. Yes. He gets upset. That was a very pouty rant. It was a pouty rant. He's going to shoot arrows, mostly because he's like, I done fucked up and a super channeled in the ways. And that was weird. Mm. And I'm the dragon. Do, 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 and do. somebody else yeah. took the blame for it. Even with the arrow shooting, he was just outside the yellow thing. He wasn't in the zone. But then when he went back, he was channeling it. It was like right in the thing. It was like, wow. That's what sold it to me. Channeling the arrow right into the yellow. He's in the void. The flame in the void. He's in a safe space. He can just hit the targets that way. Is there much conversation about that? There was absolutely like, none. None. Zero. Okay. none. These none. phrases mean nothing to me. The flame in the void was not once brought up in the show. Super fun. It's not um, important. Who cares? He's just hitting, he's hitting bullseyes and that's all mm-hmm. we need to know. Look, eventually. Need, need is the key. Need is the key. Let's focus on that. All right. So let's when, move on. All when right. We, so now we're in the city. We're saying goodbye. We get a great moment between Land and Moraine. They are adorable. Land's like, they'll come. And Moraine's like, okay, I'm going to look really cool and in my suspenders looking out over the city thinking about how Suan Sanche, the love of my life is also going to be my downfall just going to brood on that and also know that tomorrow I may die but that make by the way that makes sense based on the yeah. conversation we had uh Peregrine um mm-hmm. her sibling on and the first reader of the series in the family kind of got this one hooked on it he uh, basically pu- pulled that out that yeah. um you know, it, it, it to me was a foreshadow that when she, when the, the careful words in episode six that um, Moraine used in the show, to, you know, I'm, I'm basically tying myself to you, Swan, and, and stuff, that, that that wouldn't be good. So I don't know where the foreshadow goes, but it certainly seemed like foreshadowing to me. I'm I'm on your boat. So that was very, uh, it was very interesting. Um, yeah. I think so yeah. assumptions are being made. There, there is speculation. There's Rem- theorizing. Just men, men made it for me. Now. Men, men. What did men say to Moraine? Who She'll would be, be her downfall? Did. The Amarlin seat dressed in full regalia. Yes, mm-hmm. but then you all. But 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 then you all said. Leave it at that. But then you all said who would. We have no. to leave it at that. No, yes, we promise you we do. Spoilers, I'm just asking them to repeat yes. themselves. <laughs> we have to leave it at that. Leave it but alone. then we say Ian, who Ian, would be her downfall. Ian, no, no more conversation. <laughs> we are with a this is okay, a so there, what you're telling me this, this is there's a, an overthrow and okay, okay. No, I never said that. <laughs> no, no, no. It could be an underthrow. It could be a softball pitch. <laughs> it could be a no look pass. <laughs> have no idea. At the knees, they missed the call. Down goes the emerald seat. Mm-hmm. There we go. Easy. Um, we get more. And you know how much they love <laughs> being on their knees. 
per the show. I didn't make that up. That's not a joke. I'm not trying to get any That's show canon. My second favorite sequence from episode six. It's a great one. We got Moraine's like, also, what the fuck are you doing here? You've got goodbyes in the city to make. Also, P.S. Love your girl. She's super great. That wisdom. Um, we see Nynaeve <laughs> tracking Lamb through the streets. She watches him get his really eat. clumsily tracking. It was awful. Lan uh, Lan corrects her. It's not tracking. That's kind of following. following slash following. stalking. Stalking. Like, you're being yeah. a little bit creepy. Do you want to come inside and have some soup? And she's like, Yes, please. Um, they walk back to the palace. Thank you so much for including me. Good. And Lan's like, Good night. Or could then, be a, it could be a gooder night. You know what I mean? <laughs> we can good us this night if you want to good. You remember it up. his last name is uh, Man the Dragon. Want to know where that comes from? <laughs> Have you ever seen Enter the Dragon? Because uh, <laughs> and it, sure enough, if you're feeling a little short, I can throw you a few inches. <laughs> oh, that shirt comes off. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Yeah. We get a beautiful. And Ian was ready from that moment on. Lance yeah. takes that shirt off. He's got his, you know, his little strip He's got the. Jenny's pony started playing. It was so weird. Well, I, I didn't realize this about myself until well, really the second well. time today when I was watching it. And I found myself curled up on the couch, spooning like the extra couch pillows. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm like putting myself in this scene. And then Save a Horse Ride a Cowboy came on With the, the, the smile on my face. Yes. <laughs> Save a horse, ride a cowboy. cowboy. What? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So no, I was obviously, there. You were right there <laughs> with it. So yeah, like Nani felt the shirt leaving Lan's body and she was like, mm, yeah, uh, I'm back. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, mm. I'm back for this situation. Baby, it's um, cold outside. I really <laughs> must go. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> uh, and then they get it on. And similar to when we saw Swan mm. and Moraine, we away. don't see too much of it. It's very mm -hmm. chaste. We just a little kissy kissy. A little and disappointing. Then from uh highly disappointing. Isn't the then there's the cut over to to Rand and we'll, we'll get into them. Uh, but we'll just stick with Nynaeve and Lan as we we finish off their moment after they finish yeah. each other off. Yeah, so let me Nynaeve, let me finish, please. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> Be the third time today. The old man, <laughs> man dragon. Left hand, I assume, unless you're right handed. I'm switching off. You know, if you let if you let one go to sleep, if you let one go to sleep for too long, you get a permanent, you know, carpal tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god! The stranger. So <laughs> then, after after they bang, bang, bangity bang, we have naive. Um, Flicking, fondling, finger banging her braid, um, really reflecting on uh, on what was going on. And Lan gives her a little bit uh exposition into his history. Hey, by the way, mm -hmm. I am an uncrowned king. So weird. Uh, my name is not Aragorn, if you were asking, it's Lan. Right. Um and, and the man that, you know, we went to his house, he basically raised me. He, you know, he was one of my father's swordsmen. He took me here. 
and I am the last, you know, like I'm the uncrowned king of Malkir. Super cool. But it's gone. Uh, yeah. It, oh, it, it's super, super gone. Um, but also, hey, stay. And Nynaeve's like, yes, thank you so much for asking. Yes, and we'll be staying. <laughs> uh, no more and, questions. And because, you know, Nynaeve's not one to stay with and do some hanky panky with somebody that she doesn't know. She has to very quickly rationalize that she knows this man. <laughs> so so she's like, oh, it all makes sense now. And he's like, what do you mean? He, she's like, well, yeah. oh, I know you. King with no kingdom and this, that, the other. And, and that's boy why with no family. That's why you're with Moraine. And since I got it figured out, I'm pretty sure we can go back. Yeah. Yeah. This is no longer a one night stand. Sure. Yeah. Sir. I know you so, deeply. <laughs> now, now, here's the, the weird thing. Moraine now knows her deeply, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah how does that, the bond, that bond was uh, not masked? How does the bond yeah, work with that? Like, oh, is Moraine oh. just like still combing her hair in the room, and then all of a sudden, uh, so. then, she, then, she, then she just goes, "This is." Ah. Well, wait, <laughs> was so Alan, good. Alan, am I allowed to tell them the book? Oh yeah, what book? Is book? Can I can I say that they need to wait? Can I say the book that? Sure. Yeah. Will be? Book, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, wait until you get to Winter's Heart book. Oh nine. yeah, you will find out. <laughs> things intimately. <laughs> intimately that's the book that gets into bondage i i literally cannot wait for the episode that you three talk about a certain chapter that's great oh, you right, should be so watching Lucius is on it we're gonna bring you on that chapter right Alan, put it in the spreadsheets. She's going to be on the show. Those pages are stuck together in my book, so I have to do the audio book for it. (laughs) We need to get those that turn the the reddest need to be on those chapters. (laughs) It's uh, It's a doozy. I cannot (laughs) wait. Um, So from from fantasy porn. (laughs) Not the first time. Do you know Ahsoka Tano? (laughs) <laughs> have you met her because <laughs> i have <laughs> Anyways. i hate so much where this is going <laughs> sorry we could just what, what, what were we talking about that did not make me Brandon seem creepy Brandon Egwene. now i'd rather talk about a succotano Brandon Egwene okay. comes up to him and she was like, hey, you were pouty. And he was like, yeah, but you were pouty too. And I knew that when you were ready to talk, you'd come and find me. So I was just shooting some arrows. And she was like, cool, cool. Tomorrow might be our last day on earth. You want to fuck? And he's like, absolutely. Check. Um, and then he wakes up with bad dreams and he's remembering. And now we see maybe that it's not just like Rand pulling bats out of his mouth. That's why he's been sleeping so poorly. He's also been really troubled because when him and Tam were on the quarry road heading into town, Tam was we like, "We got none of that either in the show, did we? We got a little we fever did. dream. Yeah, this was the this was the first one since the battle. We didn't get it episode on one. Show. We got it here. Yeah. yeah. So right. we do get. So then Tam or Rand flashes back to him and Tam on the quarry road, and Tam is like, "Carry, carry," and he's talking, and he's like. Oh, I found this boy. I found a baby for Dude, us. You want a baby? <laughs> Will that shut you up about the cat? <laughs> want a baby? He's an alien. Who doesn't think he's an alien? Sorry. 
and then we go to the then we go to the eight late eighties early nineties montage. Yeah, yeah I need a montage, <laughs> and then we get to see like the moment that Rand smashes down the door, and it's the white weave that he casts with the black taint overlaid. Yes. Then we see it again. They made the allusion to your favorite thing from episode five, where all of a sudden in his mind he sees the dragon mount or the the mountain. Oh yeah, and he's, about, he's yeah. like yeah. what four I, hours I, old at this time. Not like even four hours. He's before. literally twenty mm-hmm. seconds old, and then he's now, removed from on. the mountain. You don't have twenty second old memories. Now, look, I'm Wait. not going to go too far into this. That's what he said. About what you know, as a, a freshly evicted fetus. No, but but think about what you know about Rand and his ties and, you know, things that just go on with him, you know, tying up some Lou's ends. If you're thinking so, that Lou's Theron re- remembers Dick mountaining himself and he's like, ah, I created this and I know exactly what that tower, like that mountain looks like. So you call no, it Dick sir. Mountain, but I think him remembering it is because it looks more like a boob, especially with his angle. <laughs> There's the white tower and then the mountain, and it's kind of like two boobs. And every man remembers those and thinks about them often. <laughs> you know what? That's a better than anything I've ever seen. I do remember. Right. I've never thought about it. And one, and one, once you've seen one, <laughs> once you've seen one set of boobs, you want to see them all. I'm not I'm no. Not, Pokemon? No. <laughs> I'm more like the. Oh yeah, the, no, no, no. I wasn't asking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know I come off that way sometimes, but I'm. You know. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Not with your dad. I was here. actually talking about. I was talking about. I was talking about you, sir. <laughs> Not your daughter. I would, I would never. Land <laughs> man dragons. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, you know, yeah, they show okay. my least favorite yeah. moment where Rand's like, oh, I think I've seen this before. Anyway, moving past it. Uh, then we get the moment of Rand channeling in the ways, ba ba ba. And now he's the dragon. And then, mm-hmm. you know, he starts shooting perfect arrows, as you do. Um, That's why I have four kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were in a safe space here. I thought uh, we, were, uh, we were in the circle of trust. Are we not in the nest? <laughs> Why are you? No, laughing? we're on the net. We're on the net, not the nest. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I got it wrong again. <laughs> you know not to bite me. Not by oh. uh, And of course, in that montage of moments, we also get what Mash and Shin actually said to Rand, which is mm-hmm. like, hey, you're the dragon, you fuck. <laughs> it's <laughs> always been you. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't pick that up, but that was um, uh, Mash and Shin. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I just thought it was him kind of putting things together. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was Martin Sheen. They as well. did it, it very was actually, well. They did it very well. I, I, I like agree. I like that. Because here's the other thing, like that is supposed to be a moment of insecurities. So that's mm-hmm. his greatest insecurity. That's it's his like, fear. That's that's yeah. his greatest fear. But that's also like his greatest weapon. So for for those of us that are excited for this fact, you wouldn't realize Mosh and Shim was the one saying it. For those of us that understood that that's what anxiety looks like then 
because that you know I, i'm one of those type of people my my greatest fear is people having expectations of me and then not being able to meet it yeah yeah that's i mean a, it's a, a lot to be told that you're like the savior or i expect like you to be the authority on tuesday you're either gonna make everything great or we're all fucked <laughs> yeah carry good on luck. good luck good luck um and of course after he gets that revelation and it's all like coming clear to him he barges back into the bar because where else do you go to drown your woes than a bar and mm-hmm. runs into men and he goes, I want you to tell me that I'm not the dragon reborn. And my girl is like, you're okay. not the dragon reborn. What mm-hmm. else do you want me to say? <laughs> like repeat mm-hmm. after me. Um, <laughs> Little Odelia Bedelia there. Yeah. yeah. Fucking dragon. Uh, we get to hear a really great moment that was definitely in addition to the show. And that wasn't in the book where men is like the first vision I ever had was of your daddy walking down the street carrying that sword See, on his back. What did he did he dum did he do? Um I saw a baby born in snow and blood. I saw him raised in like the saddest of small towns between two rivers. Like ugh what it was sort of sick. it was impossible but it happened <laughs> crazy <laughs> Let's do another shot. It's always hard for me to remember that Min's older than Rand. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have that point of reference. But, but this, I mean, this comes in. So, you know, I saw this and then Rand's like, what else do you see? And she's like, rainbows and carnivals and three women. Like, what the fuck do you want from me? Um, And, you know, then Rand, after having some some beers and shots with Min, he's like, thanks so much for your time. Uh, I'm going to, you know, go and knock on Moraine's door and just actually the show did that well with the the knock and then the door opens and it's land. Yeah, Uh, that that was really good. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that was pretty good. Um, Yeah. And the episode kind of closes with like the morning after. Mm -hmm. So Egwene, the the look in Madeline Madden's eye. Like Egwene, when she realizes that Nynaeve the did walk not of shame sleep just in her own. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Outstanding. Outstanding moment. Just sitting on her, so, Nynaeve's own where bed. were you? <laughs> What's new? How was the fucking? That's not, um, the, that's the, most sh- that's not the most shameful walk. Mm-hmm. There, there's, no, well, there's no. more shame than the walk of shame. Mm-hmm. I, I've Anybody that wants to Google it or has been to William Mary campus, I have woken up in the middle of the sunken gardens at 10 in the morning when people were changing classes. And <laughs> like, I, I came to like still drunk. <laughs> that's, that's shameful. Walking I, I woke, back from Lan's room. I woke up. Uh, I just bragging about that. When I was in college, <laughs> telling everybody college. When I was in college, I woke up on a park bench in Chinatown in D.C. after going to a bar and passing out on the bench. And a homeless guy woke me up asking for some change. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> change or some space on the bench. Yeah. I need I need some change, too, bro. Like, change the scenery. Where the fuck am I? Change of clothes. <laughs> so much same um Perrin joins and this is the moment that I think we spoke about where suddenly it's like totally fine and everything is normal and there was no suggestion of a love triangle it's just everyone's no back to being best platonic pals uh and then Wayne Wayne's like uh where's Rand and that's when we get to see the knock knock knocking on the doors Rand and Moraine they're off to the blight it's a great blight flight uh 
Lorraine masks her bond. We already know what that means from the time that she and Sawan spent a night away in the um, so wait, hold on. Fuck hut. So so just there's there's an unequal balance there. So they always talk about you know really the eyes to die serves the warder, except that she blocked the bond when she was doing the fantasy right. fuck hut, but she got to listen in or feel in. When Le- when Lan was doing the fantasy fuck out, although it wasn't mm-hmm. a she fantasy. wanted to, she's the one that put that thought in his mind. She's like, "Hey, well, remember, listen, I like Moraine, her." Moraine's yeah. into, uh, I was gonna like say, Moraine's into one. chicks. So when Moraine was like, "By the way, you should go after that one. We uh-huh. should go after that." Yeah, that one. we we know how she rolls. It is what it is. Um, if that's the one you go after, we will have a good time. That's kind of what was. Yeah, uh, here we are picking up what you're down in this room with Marina. Man, uh, good voice. The time to waste. <laughs> Thank you. Let's get it on. Um, and that is how the episode ends. The bond is masked. Randy Moraine are walking forest. into the blight. Um, COVID I have restrictions. One last, I'm fine with it. One last thing that throws me off: Rand doing what he did in real realizing, and re, again, we still assume he's a dragon reborn and that he channeled not Egwene and everything because we're seeing it from his perspective. I'm learning to appreciate that. But maybe he's wrong. So, anyways, Rand believes at this point he's a drag reborn. So he goes and tells Moraine that. And we know he wants to save all of his friends. So he's like, let's go. But why does Moraine just. So, I do accept? have an answer for you. Why does she just um, go, okay? Because one thing that Washington we, we see, uh, we see is that, you know, we get the, we get the vision of Tam and T Grain, where Tam takes the child. Um, kind of spelled up for the audience, but that's the story that Rand gets on the quarry road, right? Like I found her in the snow, baby, blood, yeah. whatever. Took the baby back to Carrie, born on the slopes of Dragon Mount. That's what we know. Right. We also get earlier in episode six, the reference between Suwan and Moraine about Gatara and the prophecy of the Dragon Reborn. Yeah. So we don't have the full conversation between Rand and Moraine, but I think he's basically like, by the way, don't know if you know this about me, but I was actually born on a mountain. Um, okay. So maybe there's some things the that dragon. the viewers didn't get to see. I think so. so. She might have had enough. Because where the, what the show actually shows us and what we hear from Moraine is she's still undecided. It could be any one of them. It could be. She so does you- have a suspicion as to who it is, but she keeps that to herself. It would have been nice if it could have been got- more. It could have been more. Well, no. So sorry, as a, yeah, a yeah. naive watcher. Because we before Moraine opens the door on Rand, that's when we get his little flashback about yep. all this stuff. So that mm-hmm. we finally realize that he now knows that his mom was Blood Snow Queen, and that he actually is an Aeo, Aeo man, and and that he's putting it all together. And then he realizes he's channeled. My assumption was that he kind of laid it out there for him. That that just mm-hmm. based on the fact that we like, why would they yeah. tell the show watchers twice? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's so they true. would just do it. That, that okay. was. Just me as a naive watcher. So the show watcher, you didn't question why I'm leaving the other ones. Well, if he just figured it out, and I kind of suspected it, and he just told me what he just figured out, I just assumed that he would have told her what he figured out. So even even at the door knocking, if she opens the door, and he looks at her and he goes, I am the dragon reborn. And then it goes back to her, and she goes, tell me everything. 
Like even just that one oh, line would have been enough line. to show what you were just saying that obviously there was more conversation. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Based no, on I, the show, what should have happened was she just went okay, along I'm with so it. I'm so glad like, that you realized this. We're still taking everybody just in case. And that's why I feel like I, I can't get past that. I feel like okay. she should have. If so, like, if you from want what she knows and how important this is, it doesn't matter if she had 20 people and only one would save the day and 19 would die. I feel like Moraine or anybody else in her position would do that because you're saving he, mankind. The, well, not just mankind, the world as we know it. Right. I mean, like from a reader perspective, you know, the women were never seen as the potential for being the dragon reborn. Right. Well, actually, as a reader, and you kind of always knew it was Rand, right? Because it was always, from always his perspective. Rand. That, that was what pushed came down away, right the ninety seven percent Rand perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have been it. Could could have been it. But yeah, I mean, I think the you like, see the main character, hmm. <laughs> like the fact, even in even in this show, the women were not a huge focal point. Well, I mean, like we got, we got, mo- like we got the Two naive, big channelings of naive. The naive in episode naive four was really like Oof. against against Logan, where it was like the two of them, and you're like, oh shit, is naive Power. the dragon? Yeah. And I know from like other people who hadn't read the first book, I got a lot of guesses that Rand or naive was the dragon. One of those yeah. two, yeah. as they watched the first season. Yeah. Um. But anyway, we end. We end with this and there's still some questions um obviously a lot of things had to change because of covid they had to do rewrites they had to rewrite for season two they had to rewrite for the existence of Bernie harris in the book they were all in the blight together were they not uh, yes yeah. yeah okay yeah. that's what i thought they yeah. all go to the eye together perrin was pretty much leading the charge with his axe and clearing the way right mm-hmm. yep. yeah he was he is a forester have an axe yeah just By the less. way, don't invite us on to talk about the next episode because that was my well. This was my favorite episode of the show. The so final the way, was, uh, of the final was the, most disappointing uh, to me. Of, of all the uh, we love time nerds, you're the first person to say this was their uh, favorite episode. The one I've heard the most cool. is episode three or four. Those are the great. favorite. Yeah, but the, you're the first person to say seven. I actually appreciate a lot more seven. Like I said on this rewatch, I will go back and watch it again because that I got some fun. time. Yeah, yeah, uh, to to do stuff. Uh, I think I think I subconsciously lumped it in with eight so often mm-hmm. because it's like we knew that they were filmed I together. Eight sucks. I, I I just couldn't. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about eight in, in our next episode. But like my fear with that, and I remember saying it at the time was. You never end a, a fantasy or a show on a down, and they did. Like there was no hope at the end of episode eight. And ah, Star Wars did it. It could be done. The, no, no, the there problem... was hope. They, they had the big celebration with the medals, right? That's uh, at the end of a New Hope, not an Empire. But Empire, in Empire you still have uh, Luke with the rebuilt hand, and they're looking out, hopefully, on the thing. And uh, like, there's there was always an uplift yeah. at the end of a Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. What? Maybe not the Last Jedi, but what? you know. <laughs> I don't know. It, we it, had a Game of Thrones moment. In yes. As I said, you know what? That's a really good analogy. It, that's it was a Game had. of Thrones. It was like, you know, the Game Iron Throne, Throne moment. people. Doing and, and it's hard things. because I've read, it's hard not to take what I know about the end of Eye of the World and judge how they wrap this up. And part of me thinks they didn't want to be too, too Tolkien. But, and if and if you did the full Eye of the World, maybe people start thinking, oh, this is just another. Lord of the Rings. That's been done, right? 
Yeah. Anyways, that's a whole nother episode for you. We don't that, could be, that, that could be for sure. Yeah, we're doing that next week. So yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry. We do have Allie and Gus from Wheel Takes on to talk uh, us through episode mm, eight. Uh, uh, they have They're a the best. They have a, a seven episode. hour episode about episode eight. Oh, oh God. The, has your dad met them yet? He has not met Ali and Gus. Oh, you're gonna love here for true. Everything's a cold open for me, man. You're all you're all brand new. I, okay. I've seen a few. To be fair, on uh, some of the uh, YouTube things that uh, Grendel has done, or other things, I've heard names and all that sure, sort of stuff. Sure. But um, yeah, no, I'm meeting everybody for the first time on this, which is a lot of fun. Cool. I understand okay. her. I understand her uh, full on participation in in this world of universe. I mean, the nerd universe. And by the way, I'm a Tolkien nerd, so I, sure. I fully respect your real time nerdiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the I think it's a rewrite. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's the next episode. <laughs> so, but anyway, I, I really respect it because you guys have been so fast. I love the passion and, and I love the uh, commitment as you guys go through. I'm also nice on this one. At one point, on our screen, your your diagonal, uh, Chris and Ian, you guys were a uh, whole brand new to this. So Alan's been walking you through. So I probably will go back and listen to your season one, which will be kind of cool because oh, uh, hilarious. I'm not going to say <laughs> that episode 16 of season one is the best episode to the Pater episode. <laughs> yes, it was so good. That, that episode also aired during the height of the pandemic with, with special was... guest Delicious of Grandel on that episode. Uh, uh, we had a time. I think it's the best Eye of the World episode we had. We don't, so, don't even remember it. It was so good. <laughs> nope, it was very good. Um, that is that is a, it's a good one. Um, Dark and nine months later, Grindel yeah. was having a. <laughs> oh my gosh! I never considered the time. It wasn't nine months. Uh, don't <laughs> worry. It was a year later. Um, but uh, so one thing we do on this podcast is we talk about the rose and thorn of each episode. So mm. give it like the best and the worst in your in your mind um, from this episode. Take away. You don't have to necessarily justify or give reasons. Like you can give it to me quick. It the rose and the thorn. No, that's Isn't that fun? Cute. Got it from my uncle. I was going to say it's one of your uncle. Yeah, that's, uncle that's Uncle Freddie. Um, yeah, go first. Ian, rose okay. and thorn. The rose, the uh, the cold opening. But with yep. a very close honorable mention when Nynaeve channels to protect them to be able to get out of the ways. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that we like cold open, we can just take it off the table because like best moment of the season. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So good. So yeah. good. So like like blanket, like rose, rose of the season. We don't even need to like talk about how amazing yeah, it is. So good. But like mm-hmm. Nynaeve channeling in the ways. That's I, I your say, rose. I'll say Second both rose. both of those found a way to get tears out of my eyes, which seem to be yeah. coming more often lately, but yeah. Thorn. This is 40. It is. I didn't think about Thorn well enough. What are some things I complained about? Mm-hmm. Oh, the potential of Loyal either telling a lie or the fact that they changed him to being slow. I don't slow like movie. I don't like slow either movie. option. I don't like yeah. either one. Both are bad. And as a loyal stan, I get that. And I appreciate that That's as your tough. thorn. Yeah. Because it was something I didn't pick up until this rewatch. And I was like, wait, I I hate that. Yeah. There's because there's no good outcome. Any possible scenario, like whatever the reality is, is not good. It's all. I think they'll just let that drop personally, but I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan Rose and Thorn. Uh, Same rose because that's yeah. I don't know how you top it. So like, pick second rose. Six second rose. 
Oh, now you put me on spot for that. I was gonna go with Thorn, that there's no Talmanis in this episode, but uh <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. It's just a name though. It's just a name. Um let's see. Uh Rose. Um it? yeah, second Rose. Uh you know, just getting to meet men, uh, even though I like so that's be a double-edged sword. Uh meeting men here and not meeting men I was about earlier. To say that's my, um, my rose. So that'd be Thorn. Uh that you know, that that uh, you know, I understand changing it around. That's fine. So it's not by Thorn. But yeah, meeting men, I put that as a rose. Thorn. Yep. Uh you know, if I had to say one thing, it's it, it, it much to to probably Chris's chagrin, the the love triangle um thing, even though Chris says it's not there. I, I didn't like that either. But yep. I, I, I got mouth shut during that whole argument, but yeah, that's that's my well that's, and see, I mean that's why like it it that is my thorn as well. Because if you are not a reader and you don't have that view of Perrin, it very much is a love triangle. So yes, it was poorly written. I will give you that. Okay. As a reader, you feel like a window with hope. No, I'm hopeful that Par- that uh that Chris is gonna help me get yeah. over this hurdle of something that like ripped my entire core apart when I saw it on TV. And I'm like, is that sloppy writing? Is it like, is this what they planned? Is there going to be hope? And I choose, I like hope. I want to believe in hope. And if that's where Chris is putting like the eggs in his basket, then like I'm on board and I'm I'm here to keep, keep hoping that that's not what they're going to do with this situation. Yeah. Cause like my situation. <laughs> <laughs> my my rose in all of this is kind of that two river moment between Rand and Egwene. You know, they they were there, they were giggling, they were laughing. It was like, yeah, I knew when you got over yourself, you'd come back and we'd have a real conversation, which is very much their two river attitude towards each other. It gives a nod way back to the first episode. It gives a nod to the book, and so. What do two rivers people do? We just yeah. keep on keeping them. Just We're going to rebuild. On. Yeah. We're just going to keep doing what we, we got do. each I other's mean, backs. You know, I can't. Can I say the M word? <laughs> M or not M. the N? No, like not the, the M, M maybe. <laughs> Manetherin. We'll just say it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, no, it's, been oh, yeah. Yeah. it's been mentioned yeah. a time. It's been mentioned a time. But yeah, the moment the moment where Rand says to her, like, you gotta go to the White Tower, I will be your warder. Yeah, I actually warder. like I actually cried a little bit tonight. Yeah. He's like, Do you think I would let anyone else be your warder? Exactly. And Beautiful. she's like, there's and she dun, dun, that there's dun, dun, never dun, been dun, and never dun, will be dun, anything dun. between me and parent. Like, yeah, you know, I have that faith. And then he says, I know. And and like, what I also loved about that too. And like, just, yeah, we didn't really spend a lot of time on it when, when she's like, Rand was like, I was actually pissed because you're like, or sorry, Egwene was like, I'm not upset about parent because like, you know, know we we have good communication about that. Yeah. I'm upset that you think that I would fuck over Matt. Yes. That you think that I would be shitty to Matt, that you don't think that I know how great of a person Matt is. Yeah. That's why I'm upset. I you're totally right, Chris. I didn't even think about that as a possible rose. Yes. Great moment. I like it. Yes. Yeah. And and the separation from the books, what makes that great is you're watching it, you see the conflict, and you're like, oh man, this is gonna go on forever because nobody communicates. But then they communicate and you're like, oh shit, they fixed that. 
Yeah. Quickly. That what the never fuck is going? What is going on here? <laughs> That's how you know Jordan didn't write time? it. Are we all okay with this now? Because yeah. we're okay. Am I supposed to be okay too? <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. There's finality in a situation. Raheem Rosenthorn. Well, my my real rose. It was I, I talked about it earlier. It was just the way they built in the contractions with the sword fighting and the in the blood snow and second uh, rose was going to be the meeting of men and Alan took that on. You, you can have the same rose. So, you can share a rose. So my third one was the little shimmy of Pat and Fane coming out of the waves. Yes. Just that little that was a that good moment for yeah. me too. Was it like, was. It was almost like he shook it off. Like, I just love the way he did that. That little arrogance. That little bit of uh, nobody's yeah. going to knock me down kind of moment as he walked in. Yeah, I thought that mm. was good. Um, I think my ro- my thorn has to be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that stilted acting, because otherwise, Marcus would have been really good. <laughs> I see. I want to know. I want to know how long the writers like argued over the line he should deliver, (laughs) and I want to know what the alternate lines were. Like, how did they stack five different options and go? No, we should just go with I don't know. Give us your best. I don't know. I don't know. Do it again. I don't know. Oh, that's it. That's the one. (laughs) Cut. We got it. Let's move on. Makeup. (laughs) I don't know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh my rose. Oh man. Uh Lan and Nynaeve getting it on. It's perfect. Oh, and yeah. most specifically oh, sorry, Lan and who? Nynaeve. Lan and who? Mm, it wasn't Nynaeve. Sorry. Sorry, Lan and Ian. Yeah, thank you. Lan and Or Lan and Moraine via Nynaeve or Nynaeve and Moraine. That's the love triangle. Uh, that's the love triangle. <laughs> it is the love triangle. By the way, <laughs> she's pretty hot. You should <laughs> Uh, 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 Mostly uh, on down, uh, uh, and specifically in that scene, hey, stay. Yeah, that's she's like a episode. Like she likes the fact that because mm-hmm. I mean, who's the one that dislikes her the most? Eve, at least mm-hmm. outwardly. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that's just like her way of getting back at her. I, we can have I, a watch, I want you to. This. What is the Alanis? What is the Alanis Morissette line? Ooh. And every time I scratch my nails down someone else's back, I hope you feel it. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Yes. You feel it. Yeah, that was definitely happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and my thorn. Uh, I'm not going to dwell on it too much because I've already said a thousand words about it. But it is certainly introducing the possibility that Perrin only proposed to Layla because Rand and Egwene got together. <laughs> Who does that? Love that. Love that for us. Oh, Chris, uh, you got a girlfriend? No, no, no. Fuck you. See, I'm going to go marry other uh, way too. her. I heard that is Perrin proposed. Mm. And so then Egwene went to Rand a second choice. Mm, I think uh, I like old. your selective hearing. I don't agree with it, but I like it. You gotta take the do no wrong. You gotta take the side angle. If you look at the side angle, yeah, you, you see that the, the cause came way. before. You know yeah, what, Chris? We'll, for video we'll have a conversation about Perrin when you're like midway through uh, Crossroads of Twilight. I don't know. We'll, we'll circle back to this. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We'll you circle back. Years? Uh, uh, in another three years, we'll come to this. 
Um, Alan, tell me about what the wheel reads has coming down the pipe. Uh, tell me about what a fortune. Tell me oh, about yeah. big episodes that are coming. Tell me about your Patreon, and then we'll wrap this episode up. Sure. Yeah, you can find all things at thewheelreads.com. It's our website. It's cool. It's fancy. It has links to everything. Uh, as far as what's going on in the podcast, we're still working through a crown of swords. Um, and yeah, that's just still going and just starting just actually started, just like... started. We just recorded episode two uh, this week. So um, we're, we're just getting into that book. So as far as big episodes coming up, um, it's a, that's a slow burn book. There's some stuff coming, but this, there's some good stuff that happens in that book. It just, there's, I don't think it's, there's a, there's a chapter. It'd be cool to have um, Allie. Uh, from wheel takes on might be a, might be a good guess. Yes, yep. <laughs> I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. Ooh, <laughs> line it up, balance. Like line it up. Idea. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's some good stuff coming down there. Uh, what a fortune! We do that once a month. It is a uh, uh, wheel of fortune. Uh, we have uh, a reigning uh, champion here. Delusions won her around when she was on. Um, yeah, I was very um, drunk, and it was for charity. And sometimes I looked at the chat and cheated. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and what's great? That's okay. <laughs> um, and uh yeah so we do that it, it's just wheel of fortune with wheel of time props um and i would take all the credit for it i host it uh jake one of our wonderful mods uh who doesn't create content really uh besides behind the scenes uh he does all of it uh he creates the boards he does all the props uh That's he a lot. runs the show in the background i just show up and and try to act like i know what i'm doing um so but yeah so all props to That's jake show and um that show Oh yeah, that's that's. Uh, oh no, no, yeah, and and if you don't know, like when you watch, if you ever watch us on YouTube live, and you see all those like gifts pop up and things like that, Jake runs all that behind the scenes too. Like he is like basically our producer um, now. He's the man. Um, he's the man. I should probably pay the him. Best. Uh, <laughs> should probably pay him. And how how would you be able to pay him? Yeah, so you'd be able to pay him by uh, joining our Patreon. Um, our buying merch or just anything, or you just listen to us. Uh, we are sponsored, so we get um we get ad revenue as well. So um, cool. Uh, yeah, we've been sponsored for every year, dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just show up when you tell me to show up. I, I know nothing else. So, so, we get, we get, we get, yeah. so just listening to us on a podcast platform will will pay us, uh, or you can buy merch, or you can join our Patreon, which actually then puts money directly into the coffers to do cool things like giveaways because we're doing two this month. We have um, baby so cool. things. It's by the big. Way. Yeah, I know. I may books. have a couple. Um, <laughs> hardcover copies of books. Hardcover copies of books. And of course, the easiest way to get in touch with the Wheel Reads is by joining their Discord server. And hey, we have a little nook in the in the very bottom of the Wheel Reads Discord server where you can yeah. come and chat about our episodes with us. You can chat with Ian and Chris and Alan directly about their amazing episodes. It's a great collaboration. Um, mm-hmm. And we're very happy to have three little yeah. channels down there. Um, thank you guys so, so, so much for taking Real time out of you your guys. holidays. Very enjoyable thing. Yeah. <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you for the invitation, guys. This was excellent. I will be seeing you at Jordan Con 2023, where we unleash the Badgers on the Green have the happiest mm-hmm. of holidays. Uh, Feather and Mountain Podcast can be found on all major podcasting platforms. We're still on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, you can email us at featherandmountainpodcast at gmail.com. And if you have any questions or concerns about um, Perrin and the love triangle that are somehow less constructive than what I've given today, you can email us <laughs> at um, 
is the real triangle Moraine and Lan and Nynaeve at whatathruple.com. Thank you so much for listening, friends. We will see you next week. Uh, joined by Ali and Gus talking everything episode eight. Bye. 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 Peace. I don't know. <laughs>